Hi, this is Michelle for Dobbs. If you're like me and always search for deals for your car, then check out GoToDobbs.com before you spend a dollar anywhere else. You'll find amazing deals on new tires and expert auto service. For deals you can use, click on GoToDobbs.com now. Get your family vehicles ready for summer driving with early Memorial Day deals at Dobbs. Click on GoToDobbs.com for money, saver tire, and service deals today. Dobbs, with 43 locations, real deals are always close by. NinjaBling.com, the online home of Moritz Royce Jewelry, the exclusive jeweler of the Riz Show. Check out their huge collection, including one-of-a-kind pieces from the Simon G Collection. Or they can make you your own, custom-built piece just for you. And because they have an upstairs location, Moritz Royce can save you money over the street-level stores. Make an appointment. Head to NinjaBling.com to get the address and phone number. You can also follow us on Facebook and Instagram. Moritz Royce Jewelry, where you get the jewels and not the shack. With one of the best savings rates in America, banking with Capital One is the easiest decision in the history of decisions. Even easier than choosing Slash to be in your band. Next up for lead guitar. You're in. Cool. <laughs> yep, even easier than that. And with no fees or minimums on checking and savings accounts, is it even a decision? That's banking reimagined. What's in your wallet? Terms apply. See CapitalOne.com slash bank for details. Capital One and a member FDIC. Rizzuto Show Podcast, powered by Dobbs. Dobbs Tire and Auto Centers are hiring now with 42 stores. Apply at gotodobbs.com today. All right, let's hit it. Listener discretion is advised. Rizzuto. 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 The Rizzuto Show. Rewind. All right, welcome back to the program. Clombus is here. Hey, gang. Nice to see you. And ladies and gentlemen, Bob Saget is here. Yeah. I'm, a, I'm here. I made it. Life is good. Life is good. Uh, apologies for whatever just happened. I yes, guess you so, were being driven around. going to pick me up. You know, whatever. But there's always a good cab driver in St. Louis that you can trust, become friends with, then make support payments. <laughs> so now I'm going to take care of his family. Were you, oh, uh, nice you, were you yelling at him? I, I think he took you downtown accidentally. No, I didn't yell at him at all. He was right. Uh, the, my GPS, you know, the thing on the maps on the iPhone, that ain't right. <laughs> Something's wrong. Yeah. Um, <laughs> did you have the right address? I, there was a digit missing. Oh, see, that oh, makes a, oh. and that that makes was a big a, difference. That was actually from my side's fault. That was, uh, you know, but th let's not blame. You know, well, because if you want to hit Moon, such, you can hit him. Yeah, yeah, you can hit me. It's, it's fine. so good to see you guys in person. Last time I saw you was Zooming mm -hmm. last week, yeah. so thank you. It's nice thank to see you. you. Nice to see you as well, sir. It's Bob Saget. Is that right? Yes. Bob Saget. Yes. 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 You guessed it. <laughs> thank you. My preamble was just lovely for the listeners. Have you met Clownbus? I have not. Hey, Clownbus. I had a case of Clownbus for a while, but oh, it got no. cleared up all right. <laughs> yeah, I had a little red late? nose at the end of my unit. That'll happen. <laughs> yeah, it was terrible. Clownbus is a man, by the way. I mean, this guy. Thank you. Big fan of yours, Bob. Oh, mutual. Mutual. I, I love the Patch Adams thing going. <laughs> Anybody with the red nose, I love. Uh, he's in the same like you know circle as the Insane Clown Posse, right? You do the uh, right. the gathering yeah, of the juggalos. And 
Bobby should come out and do the Gathering of the Juggalos sometime. <laughs> I would do it. I mean, I got two shows tonight, two shows tomorrow at Helium, and then I'm out of town, but otherwise I'm there. <laughs> <laughs> Darn it, anyway. Well, your 7.30 shows are sold out. Yeah, the early ones are sold out, so all people could come to his late shows, and I think people should, you know, it, there's you can wear a mask. Nobody gets hurt. Uh, you know, I, it, we're try, trying to practice safety everywhere I go. I'm on tour. I'm on the... Uh, you know, everybody's uh, safe with me tour. Mm -hmm. I'm not a carrier. <laughs> I don't allow it. I stay away from everybody. I'm pure on my whole body. I get vaccinated four or five times a day. Yeah, as, you nice. said, as everybody should. Smart. Yeah, yeah. as everybody should. I, do, I got a booster this morning, but that was from a guy that works in the hotel. <laughs> I don't know if that was a needle, Bob. <laughs> <laughs> shouldn't take EpiPens from strangers. No, are you, are you planning on doing uh -huh. a, a Sunday show maybe, or just we're going to stick with the, We with We the talked shows? about it, but I think, you know, it, we... I don't like uh, doing something if if it was bursting at the seams. If the seats tonight still at the later shows, and I understand because city's getting back. You know, people are coming back, and then they go and put the mandate on again. So people, I think, are you think people are skittish? I think they are. I saw their underwear, and they need bleach. Okay. Um, <laughs> uh, there's a streak. There's a streak of skittishness. Very uh, thorough it's, research. It's, some yes. places I've been to. I've been open in a lot of places. I opened up Atlantic City, the uh, Hard Rock, and that was like a seven thousand seater, but it was only a thousand people when it opened. That was months ago. Did the Dave Chappelle thing as we talked about in Yellow Springs, yeah. and then um, in Houston, the, in Texas, they don't, they don't care. They'll yeah. just I'll shoot COVID, you know. They don't care. <laughs> I'll shoot you in the mask hole, and then um, in Florida, they, they didn't care either because you know it's a, it's a breeding ground. You know, I don't know why they're Texas now. I don't know either, <laughs> but I, I love entertaining. That works everywhere. Exactly, it really does. It's South Park and onward. But I, I just love people, and I love entertaining people, no, and I know it's a rough time, and it's also a great time to be able to reset. And uh, you know, it's not fun for everybody, but uh, I think for the most part, we're all getting through it. Well, yep. I think for celebrities, you know, you, you live in LA, in LA, right? Yes. Um, for celebrities, I guess having the masks on made things a lot easier going out in public. I mean, you're a very famous person. Uh, apparently, you're it, a which, very famous. What's person. weird is people have been, it, the the mask has not been doing all the cover up. I thought because I always say I'm like a guy in a big bird suit, you know. <laughs> and it's weird when a five year old comes up to me and goes, "Oh, I love you, Danny Tanner," and I've got a mask on and a hat and sunglasses, and yeah. I'm like, "What's that kid?" Got vision, X-ray stuff, <laughs> but um, it's really quite sweet with, that people. People, uh, I mean, people have to be very nice to you. I mean, you, when you walk in a room, I mean, everybody smiles. I, You're I, one of those guys. It's so funny. I never realize it. Like I always have to understand it. And my wife last night, she goes, "Do you realize how many people love you?" And I'm like, "Well, all I care about is you, honey." So let's. Oh, let's well, said. Oh, well said. And then I uh, put my clothes back on. But, uh, <laughs> That's nice. She'd love that. But, <laughs> but yeah, I, I, cause I also have affection for people. Yeah. You know, I, I'm one of those people that wants people to get, get along. Well, <laughs> you I, know, I'm that guy that wants to put, uh, peace, love, and understanding back in the world. You you're, know? I mean, you're okay with people coming up to you and asking for a picture. Or yeah. I did it or... last night with a, a couple of girls and, uh, and my wife said, I think they want a picture. And then, um, then they were bikini models, and I said, "Absolutely, no. yeah, See, those days are gone. I could get canceled just talking to you after I drift long enough. I mean, all my shows are going to be like that. You know, it's like canceled. Okay, he's back. Okay, you know. Oh, but I love everybody. Oh, he's back. Oh, you can't but, yeah. cancel Bob Saget. I think no. you're uncancelable. They tried. The Gen Z tried. These kids today. They they look at things from the past and they'll see like a roast on Comedy Central, but they don't know the context of it, and they don't know when you guys watched it. It was on late at night. Right. right. We've yeah, known yeah. each other for years. Yes. This long is, time. This is a long time. Mm -hmm. Like like 30 years or Probably something. Probably at least, yeah. 
Holy God in heaven. You guys were in Nam together. Yes. We were. He was on the wrong side, though. Yeah. <laughs> oh, my God. What side were you on, Jeff? I know. He was on his backside. But, no, I laid on the landmine to save your life. That's yeah, right. I, I remember that. that. Right. And it was a quick weight loss for me. <laughs> Made, Made me concave. No, you did the roast of, uh, who'd you do the roast of? The Comedy Central roast of? Well, the only one was me uh, that I that yeah. I got. I never roasted anybody. Oh, you never got, you and, never got to roast No, I, Yeah, I only got roasted. I never roasted anybody. I did roast Jack Black in New York at the... At the Friars Club, mm. that was two thousand people, and I roasted Matt Lauer. But uh, who knew? And uh, <laughs> you don't need to roast somebody. Once you get canceled, you're unroastable. Yeah, you know you don't can't. There's no laughs, you know, with those roasts. But mine was just, you know, everybody was saying horrible things, and that's a roast. But unfortunately, you know, if you see something out of context on YouTube, you think it's the news. If you're fourteen, yeah. And how long? Right, how right. long ago was that? Uh, 15, 15, 15 18, or something it was a like different that. Different world. It is a different world. And I, I look, I don't mind. I roll with things, how they change. So do you guys. You come here and you go, mm, we're not going to do that. You know, and someone says, but we did it five years ago. And you go, mm, that's, we're not yeah, going to do Yeah, there are bits we don't do on the show anymore. No. Yeah. And, and you go, do you feel guilty that you don't do them anymore? Do you feel weird or do you do you just go, hey, you know, it, it's fine. You come up with new stuff. Listen, the show changes. You know, I change. We're getting older. Roll right. with the times, you know, you know show your creativity. There's certain things that I, I did it now, you know, stuff that I did 15 years ago on the radio. I sound kind of silly doing it. Yeah, same here. And I feel bad about stuff when I hear it now, but I didn't feel bad then. Or I actually, truthfully, the kind of person I am, I apologize then. You know, I would say something and say, I'm really sorry. Well, there know. were a lot of Olsen twins jokes. There <laughs> were a lot. And I, if I remember, I, and I, your didn't, roast. I didn't want them. And I told the producer, please don't do this. I don't like these jokes. What are you going to say? And he said, don't worry about it. All the comics are loaded for bear. And I went, well, this isn't what I want. And, um, and Mary Kate was going to come to the thing, and uh, I and there were there was no place to, for her to be to see it except backstage. Right. And I didn't want her feelings to get hurt, you know, because I'm close with with the girls. Yeah. And so, if you look at the thing carefully, it looks like I'm laughing because they have cutaways. But I'm I, I wasn't thrilled about those. Yeah. Jokes. So you got uncomfortable. I was very uncomfortable. In fact, the producer came over to the speaker and said, "Bob, try to look like you're having fun." <laughs> and then wow. Norm Macdonald went off on his riff, which was perfect because it was anti-comedy and yeah. all that stuff. But you know, oh, and all that stuff is readily available if you want to watch it on YouTube. Thanks, mm. thanks for keeping it going. <laughs> <laughs> hey, there were some. There were some I have pretty a transcript funny stuff of everything that was said. It's a hilarious thing. It would not play today. It's hilarious in the context that I'm friends with all of those people. Well, I'm, and I'm saying we need to get this removed at all. You know. Yeah, that's exactly. Need to get this out of there. <laughs> Let's start a movement. John's to get this erased. I mean, from the Uncle Internet Jesse history. hosted it. But the main <laughs> thing is, I've been doing all this other work now, which is makes me so happy. You know, I just I was able to shoot a movie during COVID, which I told you guys. I was yeah, in crazy. the Cayman Islands, and I was in quarantine for 16 days. I could not leave the room. There was some uh, person outside the room had a mask on and a visor. I couldn't tell if it was a man or a woman. But I, I brought them into the room anyway, and we did our thing. And, <laughs> <laughs> yeah. ate some oatmeal. And, uh, Desperate and that, times. It was, you know, it's wonderful. It was Cayman Islands. Yeah, it's a Cayman Islands. There's no sickness there. Because... I watched uh, Nikki Glazer's uh, program. Oh, how was night. that show? Uh, are you into those dating shows like The Bachelor? I, I'm not. I did watch Love is Blind when it came out on Netflix. And supposedly, did you ever see that? Mm -mm. There was, and it gets. They always have the bad person, and the one that's mean, and they they produce it, you know, to make, yeah. take the. Per oh, this person's really not a nice person. Let's really blow it up. So, 
That's what they do. But Nikki's was done on the other side of the Cayman, uh, Grand Cayman when mm -hmm. I was there. And she said, boy, Bob, this is crazy. I mean, is, is there's nudity, I understand. Is uh, I made it about 13 minutes in, and I bailed. <laughs> there's no nudity in the first 13 minutes, apparently. We know that. I, I, well, I love Nikki it. Glaser, and she's been on the show many, many she's times. She's a friend, and I adore her. She yeah. is a, She is a friend, and her parts are amazing. She's making jokes. Right. I just can't stand She's funny as hell. Yeah, I don't like those matter. shows. I really don't. I don't either. It's I don't like reality shows. I don't I mean, think it's meant for us. Well, it's not. And reality shows, when you think about it, years ago there was a writer strike. Everybody in the audience at home is like, <clears throat> but well, there was a writer's strike, and what happened was nobody could write for television for a year or two, and reality television came out of it, and mm -hmm. and it's no looking back. You know, it was the Kardashianism of America, but you know, it serves its purpose. People, if people are enjoying it, watching other people yell at each other, and uh, you know, and cry and show their inner sides, and oh, I really do love you. It's You're gonna say that with nine cameras? I, I don't think so. <laughs> It's if there's a camera rolling, I I won't. T I'll tell you I love you. But I mean, it's yeah. like three hot chicks, you know, uh, twenty four guys going after them. Twelve are nice guys, and the other twelve are f boys. Well, they should be arrested. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Maybe that's the show. You introduce yourself. You watch twelve minutes. You didn't watch the last two minutes where everybody gets this taken away. <laughs> I've been watching this Doctor Death. This is some show. Uh, let's have the podcast. That. It's really, I mean, it's a true story. So yeah. that's, instead of a dating show with hot people, I watch a guy that bores holes in people and goes to jail. I watch <laughs> documentaries. That's a, like, I, and I, that's I, nice. I, I turned off the F Boy Island thing. I felt bad even doing it because I want to support, you know, our friend. Well, but she's fine. I mean, it's HBO Max. She, she's making her money. A lot of people are watching it, but it's not meant for you. Yeah. What's meant for you is her stand up and other stuff she'll do. She's got great podcasts. But enough about her. I've got a big podcast. <laughs> By the way, you want to catch Nikki Glazer on tour? Go to NikkiGlazer.com. No, her her her, her stand-up special, which was on Netflix, it, it's, it's so dirty. It's one of the dirtiest things I've ever watched. Yeah. I was outside on my deck watching it, and I, even though nobody was around me, I went in, back inside. I was afraid. Really? That a neighbor would hear Can I ask you a personal question? Sure. You're, you were out on your deck? Yeah, yeah. Do you have a big deck? It's a large deck. And I, in is fact, it, all my neighbors have deck envy. Do they? Yeah. Is it kind of like a, I don't know, is it a peninsula? It, does it go, go it out? It curves to the left. It curves to the left, so it's a normal deck. Yeah. Uh, does it change size in the weather? Yeah, it expands. And, and uh, contracts. And you ever had a splinter on your deck? No. Oof. No, thank Bob, God. how he, many people have been on your deck? He had the same oh, one. My, my he, gosh. He, had, he had the same one for a long time, and just recently, he spent a whole bunch of money getting a new one. Yeah, oh, yeah. had a whole you bunch of guys working whole, on it. You yeah. can you can do that any time now. There the world a whole of bunch science guys is new. So you, you can, can see under his deck too. Oh, it's really pretty. His wife has lunch under his deck. That's how big it is. My God, is it is it sweaty down there? It's got a ceiling fan underneath it. To keep it dry? No, it's great when the kids plant are there too. Oh, all right. Well, that's all the time we got. Thanks, Bob. What happens is the Beach ball roll under there. <laughs> how many? How many? Uh, you know, of the kids' uh, toys. How many balls would you say are under your deck? Oh, there are at least two. Yeah, there's two. There's two balls. Yeah. Right. Yeah, and, but they're in a bag. It's not like they're gonna go everywhere. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Oh, so you keep in a bag I for weather because yeah. of rain. Right. Right. Have you? Has lightning ever hit the balls under your deck? <laughs> Well, I have a metal stud at the tip of my deck. Oh! So, you know, I had a problem with my deck uh, at, at home. We, uh, you know, out by the ocean. And, uh, yeah, the end of it, uh, 
Well, when I first got it, it was much uh, different. It had like some kind of. I'm going to change the subject. <laughs> I mean, I'm not. Hey, did you like how I kept up with you, by the way? I, I loved that, it. It was like right? we were taking a ball and bouncing it back and forth, like two train seals under a deck. And, and that's an honor, by the way, to, to kind of go back and forth. Oh, with you're the, the sweet one. That's nice comic. of you. And I'm still calming down from being late. <laughs> I was six minutes late. Is that bad for a guest or no, good? No. no. And you were very pleasant about it. Most people, we were talking, a lot of people in your situation would be all pissy and go, just take me back to my hotel. Oh, I would like never, that. ever. Yeah. I want to be here for you. That's the oh, whole that's point of my podcast, Bob Saget's Here For You. <laughs> and, and, you know, I feel like. It's very popular. It's almost like... as popular as Nikki Glazer's podcast. <laughs> <laughs> I feel like with radio, uh, you know, some people just, ah, we'll just show up whenever. Yeah. I, I'm up for all. I've been doing this over 40 years. I used to come to Pittsburgh. At Pittsburgh, and we're in St. Louis. <laughs> no, just roll with it. You should yeah, yeah, yeah. doing so on your way to good. St. Louis. We Everything yeah, was then, so good. Every time I was in Pittsburgh, I got no, to go to St. Louis. Next. I would go to Pittsburgh. I went. Why am I not in St. There Louis? Because <laughs> I can't that's get it. that toasted ravioli. Well done. That's Pittsburgh it. has this thing called Pamani Brothers, but what you guys got in St. Louis is toasted ravioli. Yeah, and I've never had it. <laughs> what is it? Like you take a cup full of ravioli and you go, let's toast. That's toast. <laughs> is it good? Have a you really never had toasted ravioli? Oh, no. One man. time I had a cup of it, but it fell under my deck and I wasn't able to get it out. And I, I combed my way through all the balls that were under the deck because the ocean was uh -huh. coming in. Yeah, the dogs like hanging out under there, too. Yeah, of course they do. They, they like to lap under there. And uh, do they, uh, you ever put kibbles down there <laughs> under your deck? So the no, dog... I do like to eat. Like peanut butter, uh, right? Yeah. Well, that draws rats too. And the last thing you want under your deck is a rat. Yeah, with peanut butter under the deck, just yeah. with a spoon. Well, that'll draw almost any animal, by the way. You know, when you when you go to a city, so like Pittsburgh, you got to mention something like, "Hey, Pamani Brothers, who are right. Pamani Brothers?" Well, here's the the arch. The arch. And I'm, the arch. I'm gonna go see it. I'm actually gonna go see it soon. I'm gonna see it today because I wanna. I've been there. And I'm waiting for them to finish the McDonald's. Everybody's done that joke. <laughs> but it, it's uh, it's got apparently a new elevator in it, which I'm really excited. Because yeah. anything where you go halfway up and you wait, and then you go down the other side, I think this just sounds you know, great. On the other where side, else can slide. you get that? Where There's else a, can you get that? Is it a water down. slide? Yeah. Is it like a flume? Does no, it no, go no, under no. your deck? Nah, come on. It's a ball pit. You slide down as a ball pit. <laughs> under, under the arch? On the other side of the arch. You go up, and this little it looks like an egg. Right, and mm -hmm. you've been up to the arch, right? Yeah, it's like the, it's like that thing that uh, Robin Williams was in when he was at Alien. Mork well, yeah, and Mork and Mindy. Yes. Yeah, it's like that. It looks like that. So you go in that little pod. It kind of it brings you up to the top, and there's some windows up there. You go, oh wow, that's the Illinois side of things. There's the Missouri side of things. Right now, Illinois, you go over there, and you're allowed to get you know the uh, herbal stuff. You you can go and get yourself uh, marijuana. That's uh -huh. recreational. Is it? Yeah, you can uh, do that. It's recreational, recreational here. It's, it's medicinal, medicinal here. No, no, no. Recreational Illinois, it's rec. Oh, yeah. it's rec. Yeah, yeah, here it's medicinal. That's great. Here it's medicinal. Yeah. Have you ever had? Uh, uh, have you ever had any of the recreational? Uh, you know, under under your deck. <laughs> Hey, you know what? Let's that was called one deck joke too long. High. Let's get high, man. <laughs> I, I, I cut off your sounds thing. What was oh, that? I said, Let's party. Let's get high. <laughs> Who is that? That's Bill O'Reilly. 
Oh, that's great. He's, he's always, always nice to hear his voice think, in the morning. When yeah. I think of Marty and getting nice? high, I think Bill O'Reilly. <laughs> Who does not? <laughs> My first thought. I mean, what a great stoner friend. So you go up, so you go up to the top of the arch. Right. You, you see the sights, and then you slide down the other side. I don't think they they, they leave you in the egg to do that, or they just release you from the egg at that point. They release you from the egg, so they don't care, and then you just slide down and you fall to your death. Yep, yeah. pretty much. <laughs> yeah. Everybody visit the visit the arch once, just one <laughs> time. It just. <laughs> <laughs> I think that's good. I think that the people out there are kind of laughing right now. How's everybody? I have to ask. I have to get real. How's everybody getting through this thing? Because in L.A., we had to go and put our masks back on and didn't want to. Do you is are you talking about it on here? Are you trying to keep it light? No, no. I mean, listen, we talked about it. It's a big, it's a big story. You know, we're back to wearing masks in St. Louis County, St. Louis City. Right. Some of these surrounding counties, there's no mask mandates yet. But uh, listen, we're doing our thing. Yeah. And I, I just uh, don't want anybody to get sick. That's I all had, I want. I had the COVID back in, in December. How did the COVID go by you? It was all right. I just lost my taste and smell. Right. And, and that that's why it. they had the uh, the uh, anal swab was popular. Yes. For a while, because if you use that and then you you can smell the end of that, oh, you don't man. have. You well, don't the have urgent care, they, they got to, hey, Riz, stop coming for the anal swab. Right. Because you can, if you could smell it, if you smell the poo, you don't have COVID. That's it. Right. That's the key. <laughs> that's what Fauci kept saying. That's amazing. That, right. I, I heard him say that a couple times. Yeah. <laughs> I'm not a scientist, but I know that much. <laughs> Follow the science, Bob. <laughs> but if people can, can just do what they're supposed to do, you know, the thing is, I'm going into helium, uh, the drug, you know, the gas. <laughs> so then I'll be taking nitrous, and that's why I'll be at the club. Did you? You didn't get it, did you? I did not, and I, I got the. I talk about it in my stand-up, but not much. I mean, it's all been. I have a. Whole, I mean, everything I'm doing is new. All my stand-ups new, which is really so much. Is it fun. a tight ten on masks? It's a. It's a. I wouldn't say it's tight because all these people are wearing masks that are coming off like Jethro's jeans. You know, people's masks. You get on a plane and the guy's like, it's literally drool and it's hanging and, and all the stuff out of his nose. And they say, you have to cover your nose, sir. And and then it's always fun to hear the people yelling at each other on the plane. Yeah, it's great. I had a guy yell at me and I was like, why? And he said, because your, your bag's supposed to go up after I put up my bag because I'm in the row behind you. And I said, uh, okay. And I got really scared of him. And he was yelling at me and stuff. And then I just said, hey, look, I've, at home, I've got a deck. And if you ever want to get <laughs> if you ever want to, you could chew on it. I mean, uh, <laughs> there's sometimes when it rains on your deck, the water accumulates. So if you yeah. want, you could suck the water actually, out. On my so deck. I could tell him, I just wanted to finish this thought. I could tell him to actually suck on my Deck, deck to get the water out, but uh -huh. not wood chips. You don't want the splinters. Yeah, yeah, yeah. No, on my deck, it just wicks off. Oh, see, it I should have just, just let you say that. That was solid. I should have let you go right to that instead of trying to force what I was doing. Well, I got a puppy at home who likes to gnaw on the deck. Oh, which I don't oh, That's right. nice. Oh, yeah. That's nice. You're under arrest. Yeah, please. <laughs> Take him away. Take him away. Is there something about God's creatures you're not supposed to do anything? Yeah, it's sacrilegious. Yeah. They're he all innocent. He loves talking about his deck, but he avoids talking about the other side of the house because it's an absolute mess. Absolute mess. Absolute. Yeah. Why? The Do weeds you... are all growing out. Of is that <laughs> you got weeds? Yeah, Sinkholes on the other side. Yeah. You got a landscape. Your landscape. You can twist an ankle on this hole over there. It's a trampoline. <laughs> and you have children? I do have two kids, yeah. And are they yours? Yeah. Was <laughs> that fun? 
Uh, yeah, yeah, it's all right. I mean, challenges. I got a boy. Oh, it and a sure girl. sounds like a lot of love. Yeah, that's great. Yeah, 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 yeah. 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 Okay. yeah they live at the house. Well, you never yeah. come home from, from <laughs> yeah. work. You never come, Bob. You never come home from from because you got three kids. I do, but they're older now. Three kids. They're like well, 90, they 95, <laughs> 102. You had them really young. Oh, wow, I had them yeah. so young. I was the undead. When, um, when your kids were young and everybody's in the house, you never get home from being on the road and you. No, I was yeah, or I'd film all day, and then I'd come home, and I'd fall asleep on the ground, and they would put rollers in my hair. So, that was, <laughs> and there were pictures to prove it. It's pretty embarrassing. You wouldn't want to just sit in the garage and just close the door and just keep the door. The That's car called off. suicide, oh, sir. Gracious. That's wow. called. You know, Bob, Man. get in your car, turn on the gas in your car, open the windows. You know how the day's no, there, been. There are days where you, where you sit in the garage. You know, you just get home from work and go, "What is happening on the other side of that door?" Right. Is it laughter? Is it crying? Well, see, here's the difference between you and me. I love my children. I do love them. <laughs> oh, yes. That's the line of the day. Yeah. <laughs> I mean, I, I come home with five cups of toasted ravioli. I say, girls, you try to chew on this. Put a pitch of that between your cheeks and kids, go. Dad got a new God. deck. Enjoy. <laughs> no, we can't do that. <laughs> now we don't bring. Some oh, things don't belong in the same paragraph. Oh, <laughs> now, you know, I'm, I'm at a stage, my kids are, are 12 and 10. That's adorable, but it is difficult. So that, we got a lot of activities going yeah. on. My wife's, you know, driving one kid to cheerleading, you know, right. hockey, karate. Who's got the phone? The 12-year-old, but the 12 -year -old not the 10-year-old. 12-year-old's got the phone. Well, you have to have, once they go to parties, once they go out, they have to have the phone. And usually it's because of the find my iPhone or whatever GPS you can have. Mm. And if they turn it off, you, you they're not going anywhere. I, I had to get strict with my kids, and you can't get put LoJack in them. No, no. And you can't put the boot on them. They're not, you know, <laughs> they're felons. But uh, I'm sorry, you're going against parole, honey. It, I'm gonna have to leave you home. It's a it's a it's a tough kind of period, especially for my wife and I. You know, we never see each other because we're always kind of going in opposite directions. So the sex must be amazing. Oh, it's amazing. Yeah. yeah. Hey, could you call me over because I'm looking for a thruple. <laughs> my wife said, "Hey, she, babe, Bob's gonna tag in if you don't mind. I gotta bring." <laughs> <laughs> it's like, Go work on the deck. What I don't ever want to hear from you, you is tap know. me out. I never want to hear that ever. Hey, is that Bob Sagan at the door? Yeah, he's gonna tap yeah, me real he's quick. Tap and me out. And she would say, "Fine." I'm gonna bring the boy to karate. <laughs> See, that's the thing is, you drive him and you love him. That's yeah. what you do. You love him so much. How many of you here have children? So everybody. And how many people out there listening right now have children? Raise your hand. No, you took your hand off the wheel. Oh, my God. Oh, um, I I really, uh, you know, it's challenging sometimes, especially teenage people, and especially get through life because nobody gets a fair deal. You know, there's always somebody that has a problem. Right. But it's it's worth it. I would I would do it again. Not with my ex-wife, I wouldn't. Right. I mean, right. No. You know, uh -huh. but people do say, ah, Riz, you know, make Great. sure, you, make sure you, you cherish every one of these, every one of these moments because you're going to miss it. Ah. Well, near you're in your garage. You're not really happy. <laughs> These gorgeous things are happening. Yeah. And you're in the garage. I'm in the garage crying. Are you playing MacGyver? Are you, like, duct taping stuff? No, I'm just sitting there. You're just sitting in the garage. Sitting in the garage. Are you in a hoppity hop? Are you, what are you, sitting in something? That was a thing we used to have as kids. I remember the hoppity hop. Oh, yeah. You do? Yeah. That's sure. why you didn't react. So, <laughs> but but you, you your kids come into the garage sometimes and go, Daddy, I, I really miss you. And you, you go, go, stay out of Dad's lab. Uh, your lab. Yeah, my lab. Do, do you have all the tools? Do you have no, snap actually, I'll be honest with you. I really do sit on my deck. Mm -hmm. <laughs> you, that's what you do. <laughs> I, I was going to ask you in the garage, do you have snap-on tools? I have a I have a tool belt and I have uh, I have a bucket of tools and but you don't have the snap on because the snap on would work good if you had a problem with your deck. Mm. So uh, if your deck goes back if to the deck, right? Back on yeah. the deck. Well, on. you brought it up right before me. Do you <laughs> play cards? 
I do not play cards. Um, who plays cards? I play a little cards. Really? Little, I play. A What's cards. the biggest deck you've ever played with? Bob Saget, buddy. It doesn't just apply to your home and your deck. I, I do want to ask you uh, about the Mass Singer. Yeah. That you were on. Yeah, was yeah. Last, uh, two seasons ago. Uh, yeah, I guess. Or maybe the beginning of last season, because last season had like three seasons in it. Because everybody I do, was at I home. Do, I do like that show. That's a show I do watch with the kids. Well, that is a family show, and that is was the number one show, and probably yeah. still is. And Ken Jeong, I've known a long time. He's like one of the greatest people I've ever known. And Robin Thicke, I know because of Alan Thicke, his dad. So I met him, you know, when he was nine, and he's a good, great guy. And how and secretive are they? It, it, it's insane. And I would never do it, right? So the exec producer, Craig Plestis, they would call me and say, Bob, come on. And he would personally call me because I did a show called One Versus 100 on mm -hmm. NBC mm -hmm. once, and he was a, a EP, exec producer, sorry. And he had a very large deck, a huge <laughs> property, acres and acres yeah. of land. And he said, we want you to, come on, come do The Masked Singer. And every year I was like, God, I'm sorry, Craig, I can't. I'm just not going to do that. I'm working. I, I'm actually filming something right now. And, and then COVID hit and the quarantine and after got to September from March, he called me, literally said, it's Craig Plestis. I said, pick me up. Pick me <laughs> up. Put me in a furry outfit and hit me. Hit me with a bat. I don't care what you do to me. Yeah. I will do this. And and then good people were doing it, you know, better people. Until, you know, Mickey Rourke, of course, that got revealed the year before where he was singing and then he takes off the, the mask and that's when people scream is when he took the mask off. Yeah. <laughs> that was the horror. Oh, and I went, oh no, is that what's going to happen to me? Uh, but I, I sang. He's got a face like a catcher's mitt. He, but he's so good and it worked in The Wrestler. I mean, that's yeah, a great yeah, movie yeah. and he's a great actor. But yes, there is stuff that was done. There's, there's, there's putty uh, from your garage. Yeah. Uh, yeah, there's filler. There's Bondo. He's got Bondo in his cheeks. But anyway, he's great. That's so what that, do they you do? get out of insulting someone. Well, like that. Especially somebody that could hurt you. So when, when you get to the mass Singer and you agree to do it, they put a hoodie on you and it says, don't talk to me on the hoodie. You zip it up all the way. You put the hood up and then you've got on a, a mask and a visor and you, got, you look like something from a horror movie. You yeah. look like you belong as a cast and crew from The Wall. Pink Floyd, mm -hmm. you know, it looks it's a good reference for your listeners. Yeah. I'm sure they'll be Googling. But it's amazing that no one sees you. You don't know the other contestants. You don't know anything. And then you go to uh, dance. You have to go to dance class <laughs> because I'm wearing a 60-pound, well, 38-pound head yeah. uh, that you're singing through, this mesh. And you have to actually hold the mic up and sing. And Are you actually singing? You're actually singing. Wow. Oh, and it's, it's hard. And the first song I sang was Have You Ever Seen the Rain? by John Fogarty, mm -hmm. and uh, I know him through John Stamos and over the years, and I've been friendly-ish, and all of a sudden, after I sang that on The Masked Singer, he's, like, following me on Instagram and Twitter. Yeah, because I'm sure you made him some money, because uh, all those mm -hmm. downloads. Yeah, and you. it's a big thing. If you play that on Fox, that's a big chunk of change for all the all the music. That's what a great, you know, that's one of the nice things, too. I like supporting the music industry. And John Fogarty, because he needs more he millions. Needs more yeah, he's got to buy a new deck. Yeah. <laughs> Do you, did you pick your own song, or they gave you? Like I a picked catalog. a bunch of songs, and then they said, "This is the order we're going to do them in." So the third, so the second song was "Satisfaction." Which is very hard to do, mm -hmm. actually, because you're running and moving around in a in a costume. See, you're lucky you're in a, in the lovely clown getup. Yeah, this is comfortable. Yeah, you get to be you. <laughs> I'm in a costume. 
I, oh, I was going to say, you know, if I could chime in, I just never understood the mask singer, the way that, you know, these people got to be themselves. You can't go through life, you know, wearing a mask, trying to be something you're not. You'll go, you'll go crazy. You know, you're right. And looking at really, you say that, looking at your face, I can feel it. You're, what you're saying is If they really right. had talent, they wouldn't have to get all dressed exactly. up and everything. I mean, Bob, you did a great job, you know. Thank you. But I'm, uh, but you're not afraid to be yourself, whereas I was, because no. I didn't want people to know. I understand. It takes uh, a certain amount of... Clownvis was thrown off America's Got Talent. <laughs> Is that true? In yeah. record time. Yeah. In record time. Yes. What did you do? What did you come out and do? Well, uh, <clears throat> not much. They had me. Uh, <laughs> they shut me down. I was, I was starting to sing Old MacDonald Had a Farm. I, I know that one. Yeah. <laughs> Which was because they wouldn't clear any other uh, you know, popular song right. for me. They wanted something uh, public domain, I guess. Absolutely. So I, I went out there and I said, Old MacDonald Had a Farm. And then they, uh, two, of, uh, two of the three judges told me to F off on primetime. I'm the first clown to ever be told to F off well, twice. Who were the judges that said that? <clears throat> uh, Ozzy Osbourne's wife. Oh, Sharon. And... Um, Howie Mandel. Howie Mandel didn't say F off, did he? Absolutely did, yeah. Really? He was, he smir he was smirking. <coughs> I told him. Um, He's a sweetheart. Yeah. To be Howie's fair, a nice well, man. See, I, I, I told him that uh, he hadn't done anything good since Little Monsters. So I, I, oh, well, It was see, a little bit of a. But I was being attacked. Bob, Bob, I was being attacked. So you're. I understand. And I do love Little Monsters. You're a great first date. <laughs> that's right. I, that's nice that you did that. I'm sure Howie liked that, and he drank a bottle of Purell right after you said that. Yeah. I'm Easy sorry for you, but, uh, <laughs> but you get to be yourself. I don't like competition shows. I have never been me on them. They asked me to go on a lot of stuff. They wanted me to go on, you know, oh, dance. Dancing with the Stars? They asked me to do that, and wow. I kept telling the, my agents, that's where you go to die. <laughs> but I have friends that did it and did great on it. And I had, a, I had a sitcom called Surviving Suburbia on ABC, and the president of the network, who's no longer there because he did some stuff, canceled. And uh, what? I didn't say anything. <laughs> That'll be the soundbite they use in court. But uh, he said, if you dance on Dancing with the Stars, you have more likelihood of getting your show picked up. And I went, this is oh, really not right. fair. Oh, and then I sent him x-rays of my knees because both of them had been destroyed. One from running and the other from trying to save John Stamos while Bye Bye Birdie broke on Broadway. They pulled me on stage and I didn't, they just lifted me up on stage and I did it like one step, which is like a five foot walk right the story gets more compelling and at that moment a bone <laughs> shard shot out of my knee oh my god my and man. and i i said i blew my knee and uh, and stamos his mouth was entirely around it because <laughs> that's how you blow your knee but he uh he and I, he wore a headset and we did a half hour in front of a broadway audience uh, and don rickles god rest his soul was in the audience and John said, Don, you want to come up on stage? And he said, I'm old. I got to go to bed. Get a haircut. <laughs> and then he said, Bob Saget's here. You want to come up? And everybody cheers. And I'm like, you know, I'm on stage if you cheer. I don't right. care. I'll stand on a truck and do 20 minutes. So I, I did, but I had blown my knee out. And then it's filled with fluid. That's what your body does. I'm yeah, sure yeah. you know that. Yeah. You wouldn't know because you're in your garage doing uh, nothing. Yeah, yeah. But you ever blown your knee on your deck? Uh, no, I've not. I've not. Uh, would you recommend it? I would. It's love. Do I need a Do we, I need, a, we, do we I need know, a partner? We know all about injuries and fluid on this show. Yeah, it takes a lot of practice. Though. Yeah. Who's done it? Uh, Who's Tony's done it? He's got a testicle the size of a grapefruit. And and the reason for that is you just love produce. <laughs> no, no. Well, I had I had kidney surgery, and this is like one of the effects like a complication from that i had a hydrocele on my testicle which is basically the, a that's a big set. animal Dude, was he bouncing a ball and then you just said hydrocele do you want to see it no I, i'm good Are i'm good sure? no We've i saw it i've seen a testicle in my life i'm good oh, yeah, I, I, showed, I showed all of them the other day and it was is it like three times bigger than the other 
It's the size oh, of a yeah, shop. I mean, yeah, way bigger than that. It's the size way of bigger a, than that. Can you a, store a, stuff in it? I wish. Use it as like a fanny pack. Saving stuff off for the winter. useful at least. Berries. You put berries in it and figs. I wish. You can ride it to the top of the arch, actually. Yeah. It's about the same size as the elevator. So I could slide down your testicles. Yep, for sure. Listen, we're having a good time. Bob Saget is here. He's at Helium Comedy Club. He's got uh, a couple shows tonight and a couple shows tomorrow. 7.30 shows for both nights. Sold, sold out. out. So it's a 10 o'clock show both nights. It's it's going to be a great show. I can only say that because I've never, I haven't loved stand-up this much since literally the mid-90s because the world changed. And I, even before COVID uh, and all this craziness, I just felt people yelling at each other in my audiences because my audience is diverse. It's mm-hmm. people from all beliefs of, of political, of, of social, of racial, and I, I I ain't made that way to do that. I'm not getting on stage to get on a soapbox because a soapbox is made of soap. You're going to fall off. Yeah. You're going to get your testicle all soapy. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Yeah. <laughs> it's oversized. Uh, you ever go to that house of big and tall uh, for clothing? Uh, big and tall uh, Bob's big testicles? And tall. Big and tall <laughs> testicles? <laughs> no, we got pants for you. We Even if you're inseam as a giant testicle like a grapefruit, we don't care. We got you covered. We got your ball co- Oops, sorry, what? Uh, you could you could stick around for, for through the break. I, I don't, I, please, it took me forever to get here. I'll okay. stay till <laughs> life's over. All right, so let's... We've got to take a, a long break. Time. Uh, Bob Saget is here. Clombus is here. If it, we, I think we have to do the rule of fake results after the break. Uh, uh, whatever you want. We will. And uh, then I got to go see my wife because she said she'd wake up at a certain time. And she wants to buy a big deck here in St. Louis. <laughs> oh, we're known for our deck. Rewind. Find more Rizzuto Show Rewinds at 1057thepoint.com slash Riz. Hey, Moon here, and the holiday season is in full swing. 2023 is almost here, and our good friends at Dobbs Tire and Auto Centers, locally owned and family owned since 1976, invite you to come in for year-end deals on new tires and expert auto service. Drive in today to make sure your family's vehicles are in tip-top condition for the harsh winter weather ahead. You know, Dobbs is the area's largest retailer of tires and expert auto service. And with 42 store locations to serve you, Dobbs is so convenient. No matter what you drive, car, light truck, van, SUV, CUV, hybrid, or EV, Dobbs has the tire brands you want at the lowest price in town, guaranteed. And the quality parts and state-of-the-art technology and diagnostics to service your vehicle right the first time. For new tires and for expert routine service, preventative maintenance, factory schedule service, and complex engine and diagnostic repairs. Whatever you need, you can count on the friendly and professional team of associates at Dobbs. Check out Dobbs' year-end deals on tires and auto service now at go2dobbs.com. Then get into Dobbs to make sure your family's vehicles make it through the winter driving season. Remember, at Dobbs, you'll be in, up, fixed, and out the same day. 42 locations. Click on go2dobbs.com for year-end deals today. We're in the thicket of the holiday season, so I'm sure you have big family gatherings or big parties coming coming up. Well, think about catering. Go to Heavy Smoke Barbecue. Go to HeavySmokeBBQ.com and check out their catering options. They will sit down with you. They'll come over with a, a custom uh, a menu for your event and your friends, your guests, they will be completely satisfied and they will be amazed because you got the number one barbecue in the entire world to cater your event and uh, you will thank me. I promise you it is the best barbecue in the world not only because of all the rewards, but I've eaten there and there's nothing better than Heavy Smoke Barbecue. In fact, it is so delicious that uh, 
I even uh, have a sandwich over there now called the King's Gut, and it has uh, done quite well. And I can't thank you guys enough for going over there and buying this and uh, and supporting that sandwich. But it's just really cool to have my name on their menu next to Heavy Smoke Barbecue, the number one barbecue in the world, and it says the King's Gut. That's pretty cool. So head over there, try that amazing sandwich, and try their amazing food and all their amazing sides. It is uh, the best of the best. And again, they're a local group. They're right here in St. Louis. So head over to Heavy Smoke Barbecue. It's HeavySmokeBBQ.com. The Rizzuto Show. Rewind. They constantly portray abnormal sexual behavior as being normal. Come on. Let's talk about sex, baby. They glorify unnatural sex acts. Yeah. The Rizzuto Show. Sexy time fun facts. Sponsored by? Sponsored by Sauce on the Side. Try one of their homemade cheesy calzones today in downtown Clayton or the Grove. All right, ladies and gentlemen, I ask you this question. What's worse? Finding out you got dumped because the other person met somebody better or getting dumped because they're just sick of you and want to be single again. Oof. What's worse? Oh, uh, single again. Because then you're just a hoe. Oh. <laughs> <laughs> you know what I'm saying? Like the other way, at least like, well, I mean, fell in love with somebody else or something like that. I, I don't know. It's easier to It's easier to get over that. Yeah, I, I I agree, because if I break up with you uh, and I don't have somebody else, I would rather be alone than be with you. That kind of sucks. Yeah. I, I'm thinking the same thing. Eight Ball, what do you think? Yeah, now that you said that, that makes... Like, this yeah. relationship is so bad that I'm just swearing off relationships yeah. for, for the time being. Right. Yeah, so. that hurts. They both suck, though. That's I mean, way worse. Wait, well, wait. how about... You, you, say, you think it's better if they're just single? No, no, I'm saying it's worse. It's worse right, if okay. they break up with you and they go, I'm and just swearing off relationships. Is there somewhere else? No. This I just, is so bad. Yeah. I'd rather just, have a I'd table rather, for one. I'd rather, you've ruined this for me, <laughs> so I'd rather just be alone. I never thought of it that way. <laughs> or what's worse, having a chick dump you and then swearing off men altogether. Mm. I've had that happen. <laughs> <laughs> Yeah, but I think it's well, a lot I like easier. To think of it, I like to think of it this way, like, I was just so good that you cannot have, this is, the, <laughs> there's, there's nothing better than this, so. You don't think it'd we be. We might as well just switch to, you know, dating chicks from now on. <laughs> you don't think it'd be easier to have somebody leave you for somebody else than to leave you to be single? And this is why I think about it, like, this: if they're leaving you for somebody, there's always somebody better at something. You know what I'm saying? Like, you just got to live knowing that and go through life. So, if you found somebody better at whatever it is that you like, Fine. But if you're just cutting out so you can then look for something better, that's way m- more difficult on the ego, I think. Yeah, absolutely. Yeah. The question again is, finding out you got dumped because the other person met somebody better or getting dumped because they're just sick of you and want to be single again? Um, here's the answer, okay? Because researchers actually came up with the answer to this. Um, and this is from Carnell University. Being dumped for someone else hurts more. <laughs> I'm telling you, they, they had about 600 men take part in a study where each guy was put in a group with two women who were both secretly working with researchers. One of the women was given a puzzle to solve and could choose either to partner up with one of them or work alone. Sometimes she chose the other woman as her as her partner, and sometimes she chose no one. <clears throat> The guys never got picked. <laughs> and they always took it harder when they got rejected for someone else. Okay. Does that make sense? 
It doesn't until uh, uh, <laughs> DM in the uh, chat room. I'll say room. it, Daddy Master, in the I, chat room. I don't room. want to call anybody Daddy. Uh, listen, he made a great point. He says, if they leave you for somebody else, there's a lot less hope of them getting back with you. So, it, you know, it dashes those sort of hopes. And I guess that, Oh, like the that, door's not open anymore. Yeah, like yeah. it's well, like some like, oh, I'll get we're back. done anyway. Yeah, but most That's people, a mature way of looking at it. <laughs> yeah, and if you're hurt, you may not be thinking that way. Have you ever broken up with somebody and then gotten back with them? Yes. Yes. Yep. See, I never have. I'm the and type of guy where- it did not work out. I'm the it type of, not, it, it was very, very bad. I'm the type of guy where if we decide that this isn't this isn't working, let's split up. We're done. We're done. It's, I'm yeah. not- It was just another opportunity for them to rip your heart to shreds. Yeah, oh, I'm not and, going back. And it was, our, our issues were then compounded. Somehow things were a lot worse. Yeah. Like, you're basically saying, yes, I will allow you to trample on me. Once again. <laughs> yeah. And still come back. Uh, the researchers also found that when people didn't know if they got rejected for someone else, they just assumed they did. And they felt better if they if they found out they didn't. Which might sound familiar if you've ever stalked an ex on Facebook. <laughs> you kind of want to know if they're dating someone, but you desperately hope they're not. So, that was that. And I'm not sure you'll listen to me telling you uh, that you should be, you know, bumping Marvin Gaye or who's another, you know, Barry sexy White. music guy. Barry White. D'Angelo. D'Angelo. Oh, yeah. That was, was a lot of babies to do yeah. D'Angelo did you, single. Did you just, who's the boss, D'Angelo? D'Angelo. <laughs> <laughs> so maybe you'll listen to, to the sexiest people in the world when it comes to this. Scientists. Oh, yeah. A new study out of Germany found that listening to music while you're having sex makes it better. And the researchers say it's because, quote, music seems to change our perception of touch. Certain features seem to be transferred from music to touch. In other words, you could feel the music and mm, mm, feels good, guys. <laughs> and they found that the sexier the music, the better the sex. There's also something to be said for uh, time perception and rhythm. Of course, like you know, if it's like certain <clears throat> rhythms, you can match rhythms That's and all that kind of I stuff. I like to make love to Here Rob Zombie music. <laughs> you know what? That's funny. That's like a consistent like yeah. 110 <laughs> BPM, four on the floor sort of vibe. That's yeah. not a bad move, actually. I'm telling you, it's all about the rhythm and it's it's the uh, the understanding of perceived time because if you know a, a song is three minutes or four minutes or something, and you're like, "Whoo, I'm exhausted. That was an amazing 20 minutes, and we're only halfway through the first song. This is really interesting. Maybe I should maybe I should give a little more." <laughs> or your patience. Okay, third song. We're nine minutes in. Okay, yeah, no, all right. I know, I know that sounds right. funny, but start I've thinking had... of baseball. All right, <laughs> I think oh, there's a five minute song coming up. Why are you moving your hips when you, when you say that? No, I, I was like just scooting in. I was scooting in. I didn't like it no, at all. No, I was moved away You're from the counter. You're making very uncomfortable. Sorry, I didn't April. like it. She doesn't know what that means. <laughs> I like it. I was just moving towards the table. <laughs> now you won't look at me. I, wouldn't look at you. I, I almost don't want to look at you. Hey. You know, we take our uh, college uh, college rivalries uh, very seriously. Uh, apparently, we'll, we'll stick with them even if it means dying alone. A new study by the dating apps Hinge found that people are less likely to date someone who went to their rival college. Like if somebody went to Ohio State, like if, if somebody who went to Ohio State sees somebody on the app who went to Michigan, they will probably reject them. <laughs> like who's Mizzou's rivalry? 
Uh, Everybody right says now, they don't win, right? Um, I don't know. It used to be Kansas. Oh, yeah. Jayhawks. Maybe. I mean, I don't know. In football, it it kind of changes a bit in, in this, yeah. from sport to Texas sport. Texas Tech, Texas A&M. Well, football, football is the Jayhawks, I think. No, it used to be not anymore. For real? Yeah, they're not even the same conference. They don't even play each other. Oh, there's conferences? Arkansas. Rankin. Nebraska. Rank. I don't even know who their number one rival would be. Merrimack. Lewis and Clark. That's it. What am I on the flip the side? Lewis and Clark soccer team versus Mizzou football. On the flip side, we're twice as likely to date someone who went to our school. And the study also found that people really are curious about your educational background. And you're 16% more likely to match with someone on a dating app if you list where you went to school. Hmm. That's funny. Well, that whole college lifestyle like, conditions you to do the rivalry thing and hate people and think that they're inferior and all that kind of stuff. It carries over. Like That, that plants fairly deeply in the brain. It does. And that's, that's proof right there. A new study found that one of the biggest causes of marital problems is when the husband thinks his wife... What? Isn't cheating. No. Uh, isn't showering enough. No. Spends too much money. Nah. Mm. Oh, yeah. Finances, always. Whether, whether it's true or not, it makes both people furious. And those problems can spill into other parts of the marriage. So if you want to improve your marriage... They say come to terms with your financial situation and find a way to stop thinking your wife is bad with money. Find a way? Find a way. There's an idea. Talk talk with her. What? What? I, I just, I don't know. It's weird, what? right? I know it sounds crazy. Why do but that? I know. Why do that? Do you and your, you and your wife take care of the finances together? No, she does. Or she's 100%? Yeah, she does. So you're talking about like the bills and stuff? Yeah, no, she does you, the bills. You have no idea what things... Do you have any idea what things cost? Oh, yeah, I know exactly what they cost. She sends me an email saying, here's what I paid. This is what we have left. So that's together. So that's together. Dude, so that's you, well, I don't do them. She just alerts me to the fact. He guess, basically is say. saying, like, does she take care of everything and you are just clueless? Oh, no, that, no. I am clueless, but about the finances, uh-huh. I'm, I'm okay. <laughs> what about you? We do things together. together. Yeah, my wife yeah. and I do things together. Yeah, I want to know. God forbid. Yeah. I don't want to be in the dark about anything, you know? Yeah. I mean, I'm not in the dark about it. I just don't sit down with her and do it. That's all. Yeah, I just, you know, God forbid something happens. I want everybody to be on the same page. Sure. You know what I mean? Yeah. Yeah, it's, it's like uh, secrets, sir. Secret secrets are no fun. Secret secrets hurt someone. They sure do. Yeah. <laughs> no, I'm right there when she does the bills and gives me my allowance. I mean, I'm yes. right there when she... <laughs> uh, a new survey found the top reasons why men and women would refuse to date someone. And I could draw two very obvious conclusions on this. They're all about sex. Specifically, one kind of, of generous sex. <laughs> For both men and women, the top reason they would refuse to date someone is... That person refused to perform. Okay, yeah. Mm-hmm. <laughs> yeah. Favors. <laughs> that's that's yeah. That's the truth. For both men and women, the top reason they would refuse to date someone is that person refused to perform a particular type of favor. Mm-hmm. <laughs> On top, you know, I'll add to that that the saddest thing I've ever seen in a relationship ever is when somebody's duped or sold on the fact that you're into that, and then somebody gets a ring, 
and that all stops. All of a sudden, you're not into that. You go, what? What happened? Like you, <laughs> what I was sold happened? sold a bill of goods, and you. you Totally. And this is not, we're not doing this anymore? Yeah. The ring was supposed to rope you into doing that. Yeah. More, yeah. 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 You're well, supposed that, to stay what here. It, what is the old saying? Um, oh, you're married, so you don't get that that anymore. Like, yeah, no, that happens. So sad. We know people that yeah. happens too, and it's the wah, saddest thing ever. Yeah. So that's, that's the top reason they would refuse to date someone is if that person refused to... Uh-huh. And the other main reasons women refuse to date someone are... They want to try bondage or S&M. What? Mm-hmm. So these are the main reasons why women would refuse to date somebody. The other person wants to try oh, bondage okay. or s and I thought they were saying like a woman wouldn't date somebody because they this, themselves no. want to try bondage so, and the other so guy's out. So a woman out. You know, is with a man and the man wants to try that and she's like, I'm out. They want to watch porn together or he's got small junk. Oh. <laughs> oh, crap. The other man... <laughs> The other main reasons men, the other main reasons men refuse to date someone are, they have a low sex drive. They want to try bondage or S and M. That's also on their list. First, I'm fine with it in a few years, but not off the bat. And they don't want to receive the the ladies. Favors. The ladies. The ladies don't want, they to, want receive. to receive favors. Yeah. So a, a reason a guy wouldn't date a girl is because a girl doesn't like that. To, to do re- it to or receive. even give it. What a shame. You're missing out. And oh, uh, while we're on the... Yeah, I involve silly hats. Yeah, oh yeah. It's a you okay. too. Next, and, and next, read on, continue. Swings. I would like to move You'd like on, to move on? You want to move on? Glitter. She would like to move out of state. No. <laughs> and while we're on the subject, the survey also found 86% of men and 73% of women would happily date someone who was bad at sex. If they were good at the other thing. Gotcha. The other thing. Mm-hmm. Oh, like landscaping and... Uh-huh. Yeah, that's yeah, it. Got why? It. why? <laughs> I understand now. Now, this question may make you take a deeper look into your into your insecurities Uh-oh. than you'd like to, but, but here we go anyway. Uh, would you rather be with someone better looking than you or worse looking than you? Would you rather be with someone better looking than you or worse looking? And there's an answer. According to a new survey, 73% of people would rather date someone more attractive. Put me in that camp. Yeah, me too. 27% would prefer someone who's worse looking. I don't know why, but they would. And here's some more results on, on the survey about love, sex, and relationships. Which, by the way, I know why. So they can play the whole, you should be lucky to have me. I can have anybody. You're yeah. lucky to have me. Or maybe it's on the flip side, like they, they don't feel confident in their ability to uh, to take care of them or whatever. And mm-hmm. if it's somebody that's out of their league, if they're swinging a league up, then it's really insecure for them. Yeah, okay, then yeah. they feel I like, oh, this, this, this per- I don't deserve this person, they're going to leave and me. they're going to leave me eventually. Right, so maybe it's just an insecurity and they're batting down so they can feel okay about themselves. That is me. Exactly. Well, I'm, I, I'm sure he loves to hear yeah, that. Does he listen to this show? No, 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 no. Let's edit that in post. No, yeah, let's I, talk about your ex-boyfriend now. Go ahead. No. <laughs> I I want to see you dig your way out of this. Go ahead. No, wait. Can you repeat what you said really quick? Okay, so I'm saying that some people battle league down. 
because they they feel that if they're uh, dating somebody that's more attracted to them, that they don't deserve them, and that they're going to lose them, or they're afraid of losing them because they can't take care of them to make up for the lack of league difference. You know what I'm saying? Okay, so I did not bat a league down, but that is how I feel since I feel like I'm dating someone that is better superior than me. Oh, I see what you're saying. Mm. So you, so, so you, I, you, you're, I, you're, 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 you're your way out. One. You're in camp number one. You're one of the 73% who date, who, who is dating somebody more attractive than them. I think so. But you got the reason you did, you did. Wow. You did. Oh, they threw you down a rope ladder and you got yeah. out. I mean, your nails you are dirty, but you climbed you out of the hole. Man. Good job. <laughs> I the reasoning is the same. Yeah, yeah. So, but but, yeah. You, but you do feel like there's an insecurity in your mind all the time that you're like trying to make, make sure you take care of them. So yeah, that I feel like I'm not good enough, so I'm you know. Right. So let's say you were single and you're on the prowl. Eight balls on the prowl. Oh. Damn, watch you're out. out there and you're like, watch Woo. out, look out. Here it comes. You're like, damn. There's a nine. There's a nine and a half, and there's a six. I'm shooting for the six because you don't want to be let down. Mm-hmm. I, mean, you, I mean, you don't want to get shut down. I'd say which one can make me laugh more. Oh, well, usually the six. It. That is nice. That's All right, here's, here's nice. some more questions. <laughs> Let's go around the room. Do you believe it love at first sight? Um, I believe it can happen, but I believe lo- love is falling in love is a complete choice. Yes or no? Yep. I'm saying it's a choice. Just, and if you did, you believe in love at first sight? There's no ifs, ands, or buts. Just yes or no. Mm, it's always an if, and or but. No, it's uh, not. Yes. Yes. There doesn't have to be an. There doesn't have to be a long, drawn-out answer. Yes or no? Yes. yes. Jeff. Well, I mean, if yes. yes or no. Stop it, man. Eight ball. No. You do not believe a love at first sight? No. Neither do I. Okay. 34% of people believe. Liz? I do. You do? Because you know why? I'm a romantic. That's so sweet. I am too, but you could see somebody and go, oh my God, I, I think I love that person. And then you walk up and they go, what's up, bitch? And you're like, okay, I oh, don't love oh, that no, person. Listen, listen, yeah, you can fall out of love just as fast. Well. <laughs> but still, the principle is there. The love at first there, sight, I mean, out of love at second sight. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Love it. No, no, no. It's love at Once first you sight. Open your mouth. Yeah, love at first sight, dislike at first talk. Okay, then yep. I guess my answer would be yeah. yes. I, I was thinking along the lines of like, I love this person and then we are together and then I Forever, fell in love after. with that person. Yeah, half yeah. the people I know have fallen in love on Instagram. You know, then like, I guess oh I my say God, yes. did you see this girl? I got to follow her. I'm in love with her. 34% of people believe in love at first sight, and 15% of people say it's happened to them. One in four people believe everyone has exactly one soulmate somewhere out there. That's bogus. 86% of people would give serious consideration to ending a relationship if their friends didn't like the person. 86% of people. 19% of people would dump their significant other for proposing a threesome. 39% would be willing to discuss it, and 6% wouldn't even need to talk about it. They're ready to roll. That's why you just surprise them with the threesome. It's like, hey, look who's here. Boom. You don't have to ask Mandy. About Here's Mandy. Here's you know, Mandy. Mandy. Ready to roll? <laughs> I'm just assuming you're part of the 6%. Right. And uh, 69% of people believe it's possible to learn to love someone even if you don't really have a strong feeling for them at first. Oh, for sure. Love yep. is a an absolute choice. I agree. Yeah, it's called uh, the Stockholm Syndrome. Okay. <laughs> oh, <laughs> right, Jeff? Nope. <laughs> right, Jeff. Okay. Uh, Jeff, who are you talking to? All right, here's music. <laughs> you uh, catch any of their uh, set last night? Over uh, way yeah, back, like uh, way back three, fest. about three songs, and they sounded yeah, fantastic. I heard a couple came out with the hits right away. Always solid. Yeah, I mean it's all hits. Yeah, how long did they play for? An hour and change. Let's see. I look up their set list. Hour and change. Yeah, it's all hits. All songs, you know. 
yeah, I mean, we're talking hit after hit after hit after hit. Of course. Hit. It's the offspring. They play, is, they play 16 songs. one of songs. those bands that you go, oh, yeah, that song. That oh, one, yeah, that I've song. Got oh, that yeah, that song. Yeah, it was nice to see everybody last night mm-hmm. over at Wayback Point Fest. Yeah. Huge crowd. Two songs on here that I'm not sure, but I'm sure they're hits. I just don't know them. What are they called? Have You Ever and Staring at the Sun. Oh, Staring at the Sun is, a, is an older one. Those are the only two I don't know. Every other song. If you heard Staring it. at the Sun, you'd know it. Probably, yeah. Ah, that song. But yeah, right, other the, than uh, that, every every one of them is a smash. The uh, Sex Toy of the Week next. The Pseudo Show. Talk about a hit. We'll see if uh, 8-Ball has this one. <laughs> Jesus. Hi. I want to go home. <laughs> I can't even think she about may. that. You do have this one? She oh. may. I can't even think about it. <laughs> go. 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 Nothing can stop me. I'm all the way up. The Rizzuto Show. All right, welcome back. Our phone number 314-969-DUDE. 314-969-3833. Cameras, uh, chat room, 1057thepoint.com slash Riz. On the socials, at R-I-Z-Z Show. Hey, we got a guest. And uh, Moon's buddy Brian's here. Hey, That's right. Hey, Brian. Hi, everybody. Hi, Brian. Now, you work with uh, Goldfinger. That's right. You are the? Uh, the stage manager and tour manager. Wow. Yeah, super important. One of them there, higher up. <laughs> Very yes. important person. Super important. Yeah. I do everything. <clears throat> well, I tell you what, you guys are great yesterday, and uh, thank you. It was it was funny watching my boss standing there on the side of the stage giving you guys the cut sign. Yeah, <laughs> I, 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 I saw it's that. Time to wrap this up. But he was smiling, so I thought, Good. okay, we'll just keep going. Good. Yeah, <laughs> and I'm not going to tell my boss to stop doing his job. No, so. of course not. <laughs> Can't do that. No, but ne- next step would have been my boss on the side of the stage like this. <laughs> Let's wrap this up. Let's wrap this up. Guys. Uh, he was doing more? the he was he was doing the throat slashing sign over and over. I was like, Holy. I'm trying. Man. Well, and then come the warning shots. <laughs> Duck. I'm sure that's funny, but I can't hear it. Uh, <laughs> where are headphones? He oh, Brian, I, I stole them. them. It's okay. You want to share? Yeah, them? Brian. Brian works. I, I I played a, uh, a a a rifle cocking as if oh, he was could someone shoot do it somebody. with their with their mouth? <laughs> So funny. There you go. Now you're caught oh, up. She gets Thank it. You. Yeah. Thank you. What a banger. He, he works in the All studio. Right. Why are you not being? You're a very sweet person. Now you're not being sweet. Yeah, that was very mean. Was very oh, mean. I'm so sorry. Oh, I'm sorry. Yeah, I thought it was It was catty. I was very catty. Yeah. 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 I was like, ah, oh, eight balls. Shots fired. So, he, made, he made a joke. So is, is this the Brian you told us about a couple weeks ago? Yeah, oh yeah, yeah, yeah. So he he yeah, he works with Feldman in the studio uh, as well and like you know, did the blink record and all this kind of stuff right. and he listens to the podcast religiously and will always text me different stuff and we were talking about being called daddy. Yeah. Oh, oh yeah, yeah, yeah. No, so, man. And he's like, I'm, I hate to tell I'm you. I'm that man. guy. So in the middle of, <laughs> You're welcome. So in the middle of of uh, well, coitus, uh, if you will. Explain that. You uh you make your lady call you daddy? Make is is a strong <laughs> term. You strongly encourage. Uh, it's not it's not frowned upon. I'll tell you that. Um, look, here's the thing with it though. I was talking to I was talking to Moon about it when we were driving uh, in between shows. It's like I I was dating a gal a few years ago, and and it just kind of came out. She said it first. And <laughs> she called you daddy first. She called me daddy, and then we worked together. So she she would like pass me in the office, and she'd be like, "Hey, daddy," and I'd be Ooh, like, "Oh, okay." <laughs> and I there was you know like we're talking. I'd have a wiggle, and I'm like, "Okay," <laughs> I'm like, "What's that about?" <laughs> and uh, since then, it was like that's kind of my thing. Huh. And and I met my now fiance, and she was like, "Do you have any weird, interesting?" <laughs> 
sort of sex stuff that you want to talk about up front, just so we can will, like yeah. get this out of the and way. You got to file folder out. I, I, I yeah. was like, let's review the folder. How, how great is that? You just hey, you have any weird things? Let's just get this out yeah. now. Here's like, the here's thing. Here's what you're into. Here's what I'm into. Yeah. So <laughs> I, I mentioned that to her. She's like, oh, okay, that's, <laughs> that's different. That's different. But I'm willing to work with it. So, um, would you call her mommy? Oh, no, that's man. different. No. <laughs> that's not for me. But I, I, I totally, and I'm sure this doesn't make for great radio, but I overanalyzed it. And I'm like, it's probably because of uh, watching a lot of porn as a young guy. Uh-huh. You know, there's a lot of that stuff. So maybe it kind of stuck. And I'm like, oh, I associate those two things. So you can get something positive from porn. You can. Yeah. Hey, there Brian you go. Brian found it. Yeah. Yeah. Super, go, po- super positive for her, too. I was like, I was like, hey, so Brian tells me about y'all, his, you know, his habit, his requests. How do you, you know, do that? And she goes, I don't know. I, I kind of snicker sometimes. I laugh, and and I was like, well, how's that going? He's like, I don't care as long as I'm hearing it. Yeah, <laughs> she laughs most of the time during coitus. Fine. And what's uh, what's her name? Brittany. Well, congratulations. Thank when you. When are you gonna get married? You have a um, date set? Eventually, yeah. Right. We're not in a hurry. Eventually. She All said right. yes, I'm into so it. So during the nuptials, it's going to be, do you, daddy? Yeah! You got to do that. Got to. And the sign out front has to say, daddy and, was it Brittany? Daddy and Brittany. Yeah. Daddy and Brittany. Yeah. Congratulations. That's oh, oh, on the invitations. There it is. All right, time for the uh, sex toy of the week. And now, the Roger Ebert of Dildos. Here's Patrico with another Rizzuto Show sex toy review. It's a totally different daddy-daughter dance at his wedding reception, man. This right here, folks, is called the bag hood. (laughs) You got this, 8-Ball? I actually threw it away. Oh, that's expensive. Uh, You might as well just light your money on fire. This is definitely expensive. $139.95. This is a leather bag you put over your face. It's a leather bag, and I don't know if you can see, Riz, but at the very end, like where your mouth would be, there are two eyelets. Yeah. Uh, You breathe. Exactly like shoestring size. That's exactly it. This Um, is a leather bag you would put over your head. Like a pillowcase. <laughs> yeah, yeah. But it's got the. It's got. It looks like it's tighter on the neck, so it's. I, I'm pretty sure I've seen this in like six horror movies. Like this is the bad guy. Can't you just movie. use the wife's purse for this? Uh, probably. <laughs> well, this. Out and listen, 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 have the eyelets. <laughs> I, I think Marty is going to tell us why you shouldn't. Uh, he is giving this four stars. Oh, cover. And, review comment from Marty. Okay. Yep. Oh, and this Marty. is Marty. He gets around. This is this is short and sweet, but but makes a whole lot of sense. This is the perfect loose-fitting bagged hood. This has two small nose holes that make it easy to breathe. (laughs) The best part of this hood is that it gives you the sense that you can't get much fresh air, but you will be fine and can survive. (laughs) It creates a very disarming feeling of helplessness. I love it. If you love the smell of leather and love breath play, you should totally buy this. Use extreme caution. Okay. Yeah, this will kill you. Breath play? Anybody? Do I guess that's that like, like... Tyra Stanks. I, I, I'm thinking... Tyra, oh, yeah. Yeah, Tyra Stanks was a breath play. No, 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 no. Tyra Banks, well, like, 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 like your hot breath and things so like that. So what's breath play? Breath yeah. play, I believe, is like controlling your breathing and choking out oh, and... Don't no. say I believe. Daddy, well, I'm, can, I'm just going off of what this thing does. Daddy, can you confirm? I'm oh, thinking asphyxiation with play. Breath play involves the restriction of oxygen to yeah. increase erotic play or to intensify asphyxiation. A, yeah. Uh, no, so Daddy did a know. sexual experience. Yeah. Hey, thumbs up. You know what I mean. <laughs> so it's you know, if you're into like kidnapping and stuff like that, like kidnap play or some kind of fantasy that way, 
I guess he could be part of S and M. I, I, you know, well, I mean, it's under the umbrella or the purse or whatever this thing's called. Hostage terrorist, you right, know. Yeah. Now, now, what would Durka, Durka, what would, Brian? What would your fiance say if if she go? You know, she goes, "Hey, okay, so you like you like when I say daddy? That's fine. Anything else?" And you go, "Yeah, the bag hood. Like this is my thing. <laughs> Let's do it. Yeah. I'm down and with the bag like, hood. Daddy, daddy, oh daddy. daddy." And you're like, "What? I can't hear you." Daddy. She's up for almost anything. That's why I put a ring on her finger. Good for that. you, man. She'll try anything twice. You know what I mean? Yeah. Let's be sure. That's nice. <laughs> this is 140 bucks, so you got to be into this. Yeah. She'll try anything nice, and eight balls is so innocent. She's like, oh, that's so nice. Like kale and stuff. She'll try. <laughs> no, yeah. I didn't know. I just meant I'm really glad that you vegetables. found somebody that makes you happy yeah. and does the things you want to do. So. Yeah. Mm-hmm. That's good. <laughs> <laughs> All right, that's the uh, sex toy of the week, the bag hood. Yeah. The Rizzuto Show. Rewind. Diaz, and you're listening to the Rizzuto Show on 105.7 The Point. And hey, happy birthday. Yeah, I'm excited to have uh, Matt Eisman back tomorrow. He'll be in the Third Timers Club with his appearance tomorrow. He'll be here around 7.30 in town uh, playing a Funny Bone. Got a couple shows there this weekend. I think, a sh- is, he hit- is he there tonight, Moon, at Funny Bone? Um, I don't know about that. Let me check. That's the host of American Ninja Warrior and that new show Live, uh, Live Rescue. On a which is, I mean, that's a really entertaining show. You know why PD follows those, you know, police departments around the country? Live Rescue is EMS and fire, and they have uh, a crew here in St. Louis. So when you're watching the show, you go, I know where they are. So they did, the crew here did find some things to video? or uh-huh. Okay, good. Uh-huh. I was, I was, oh, you know, I was hoping they wouldn't be bored. Uh-huh. Well, they're here. Yeah, I believe here it was, uh, did somebody punch a fire, uh, uh, a fire uh, uh, truck, a fireman and a bystander got into a fight after the guy's car got caught on fire and they were trying to figure out what was going on. Jeez. And he swung at him. Like the video went viral and then all of a sudden the episode actually aired and people were like, oh my God, yeah. we, we know that. That happened. Yeah, so it was a bystander swinging at the fire, uh, the firefighter. And he grabbed him and like he ducked the punch, That's grabbed right. him by the waist and then did yeah. like a takedown. Matt has a show tonight uh, at 7.30. Just one tonight though. And then the rest of the weekend he's at... He's at Funny Bomb. But he'll be here tomorrow. So looking forward to that. All right, let's give away some stiff. The Rizzuto Show. Here, have some free sh- All right, ho-ho show tickets. Angels and Airwaves happening on Monday at the pageant. Palais Royale happening Tuesday at Delmar Hall. And these ho-ho show giveaways brought to you by Peel Wood-Fired Pizza, Mortuary Jewelry, and Bud Light. So the game we're playing is... Can John Patrico pronounce it? John Patrico edition. So we have uh, 12 little clips for you. Tony's going to give us the phrase. And we have to determine whether John Patrico will be able to pronounce the phrase or word correctly. Yeah, it's super simple. So you'll play the audio, and then there's a break. You pause it. it. I'll tell you what he's supposed to say. And then you have to guess, is that what he actually says? So Moon, myself, (laughs) and Jeff are going to play. 
So who's going to get the most right? Myself, Moon, or Jeff? Let us go to the phones, and uh, we've got Jeff in Columbia. Hello, Jeff. Good morning. All right, Jeff, are you team Riz, Moon, or Jeff? You know, Riz, you're on a roll. Let's go with team Riz. All right, hang on one second. I thought he'd go with Jeff, but I would think for ease of T-shirts, if nothing else. All right, Jesse from Wentzville. Hello, Jesse. Hey, let's go with uh, Burton. All right. Oh, Jesse boy. going with Jeff. Hang on. And Bill. Happy birthday, Riz. Thank I guess I'll go with Moon. You are Team Moon. Hang on. All right. <coughs> Excuse me. This is going to be fun. Gonna have some fun with this game. Yeah. <clears throat> All right. Hang on. <coughs> I need you at your best here, Riz. I got something in my throat. <clears> throat> Pardon me. We take a sip. Of Go ahead, here. take a sip. Again, so the way it works, Riz will Talk play. Riz okay. will play a clip, guys. Listen, so Riz will because we hash this out in the office. Uh-huh. We'll play the clip. We'll stop it in the middle of it. I will tell you what my dad is supposed to say. You have to just say yes, he will say it, or no, he's going to butcher it. Okay, okay. got it. What? <clears throat> All right, you ready for uh, clip number one? Where's my buzzer? Are you keeping score? Sure. Tony keeps score. All right, here we go. When I say princess, I truly mean it. My dad is supposed to say gown, tiara, glitter, and glam. Can he say that? Gown, tiara, glitter, and glam. Uh, I say no. I also say no. I'll say um, no. All right, we're all saying no. Can John pronounce it? <laughs> gown, tiara, Glitter and gam. <laughs> he got so close. That's, uh... <laughs> and he blew it on the like, easiest oh. one. I was like, oh, he got it. Uh, nope. nope. <laughs> all right, so we all got one right. Mm-hmm. Here's the next one. You just simply have to be comfortable naked. Can my dad say, when you're at my house, you'll do some household chores? When you're at my house, you'll do some household chores. Chores. I'm going to say yes. I'm going to say no, and I bet I can narrow it down to what word he doesn't say. Me right. too. I'll say no, and he skips an L. Yep. I'm going to say yes. All right. When you're at my house, you'll do some household chores. Oh, he got yeah, it. Man. Right. He got it. it. Sounded like an edit. Right. Did you edit that? Tripped I did not. Into, he tripped into it. He's not, not edited. Uh, uh, 98% on. of the time he says household, right? Yep. Yeah, yeah. okay. Household. He said household. I have a good feeling about that one. And I, I don't Did know you? these answers. Uh-huh. And Riz, just to give you, there's three seconds in between each clip if you want to kind of okay. jump there. All right, here we go. Next one. We'll have a special alone time. <laughs> I mean, he, he messed that up right there. But it's, and I really enjoy holding. I'm going to say no. I'm going to say no. He's not going to go two for yeah, two. I'm going to say no. Holding. I'm going to say no. And I really enjoy holding. 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 <laughs> See, you got that wrong, though, because, or no, I mean, you got it right, but you thought he was going to leave out the L or the D, and he left out the L instead. Yeah. Holding. Holding. So everybody gets a point. Everybody got a point there. Here we go. I don't want to see no vanilla sex. You're going to get hardcore. Can my dad say, get medieval on that ass? Ooh, get medieval on that ass. I'm going to say no. I'll say yes. I'm going to say yes. I'm going to say no. 
Come on, John. Get medieval. No, <laughs> he said it. Give it to me. He said it. Medieval. That is not correct. It's get medieval on that ass. That is the Italian medieval is fine. Oh, I don't know. Medieval. You know that you would accept that had you said that. He even laughed because he couldn't say it. He laughed because it sounds ridiculous coming out of his mouth. Get medieval. (laughs) Medieval. That's the word. Medieval. Come on. To me, that's a mess up. I think he gets it. I think he got it. I think he got it. We're all tied. We all have three. Everybody's got three. I know all the pressure points and want to test them. <laughs> Along with prostate stimulation. Oh no way! <laughs> yeah, I'm gonna say I'm gonna say no way. I'm gonna say no. I'm gonna say I'm gonna say he's experienced in this, and uh, he's gonna say yes. No, I'm gonna say no. I'm gonna say he's I probably see salsa dance, but he can't say he salsa. Said yes. I say no. Along with prostate simulation. Nope. Dang it! <laughs> Dang it! Come on, man! <laughs> nope. <laughs> See, John, I have faith in you. You uh, let me down. You let me down. Here's number six. This is a time-sensitive. Uh, First off, that's uh, wrong, too. <laughs> but can he say, it just snowed? It just snowed. It just snowed. I just see him throwing an L in snowed. It just snowed. It I'm going to say no. Just I'm going to say no. I'll, I'm going to say yes. Damn it. Man, I say... Yes. I'm going to say no. It just snowed. <laughs> Gosh, dang it. <laughs> it, just, it just snowed. <laughs> now, hold on a second. Did you hit him? Were you? Did you it punch him snowed. in the chest? He right, fell asleep right in the middle. Did he it just, just have chocolate? <laughs> Do you unplug him? Snowed. <laughs> what, what score? Uh, Riz has got five, Jeff four, uh, uh, Moon four. Okay. Here's, oh, one, here's number seven. I can't offer much. But I can offer great conversation. I'm going to say yes. I'm saying no. I'm saying, I'm saying he's going to throw an L in conversation. I'm going to say yes. I'll say yes. What is? But I can offer great conversation. I say yes. I'll say yes. But I can offer great conversation. Yeah, I'm the John Whisperer. <laughs> so now I'm in dead last. Okay. I have faith. I have faith in you, John. Here's number eight. Do not have to have... Title or emissions test? Oh, f- no. Uh-uh. Title <sighs> or emissions test? You both say no. I'm going to say yes just because I, I need the I need the point. You need the points? You say yes. I say no. Title or emissions test? Whoa! Yeah! Did Surprise. he say title or title? <laughs> he said title. <laughs> Are you sure? Title. He said title. So, uh, Riz and Moon have six. Jeff has four. I might as well. It's my turn in the barrel. I might as well get in there. Am I going to punch you in the back of your head? (laughs) Was that just conversation with you? Yeah, no kidding. (laughs) F yes, I will. That's that's what he's supposed to say? He's supposed to say, F yes, I will. And I am just going to say this. On the sheet that we give my dad to read, it does say... E-F-F, yes, I will. So I'm going to say no. I'm going to say no after that I'll build no. up. I'm going to say no. F, yes, I will. Whoa! <laughs> you know what? We should have all said yes. He's practiced that so much. Yeah, that's true. <laughs> In real life situations. Uh, three more. You must have thick skin because... I uh, will use racial slurs. Oh, I, oh, oh, okay. Sorry. Man. You must have thick skin because... Because I, what? I will use racial slurs. I'll say yes. Damn it. I'm going to say no. No, oh, I'm regretting damn it, this. Damn it, damn it. And I'll say no. 
I'm going to say no. Strategery. So what's it supposed to be? I will use racial slurs. I said no. Say it slow, John. I will use racial slurs. Oh, man. <laughs> I will use racial slurs. <laughs> it's a damn chocolate again. <laughs> I do use sometimes I do use racial slurs. So score right now, okay? We've got two left. Score right now, Riz two, Moon or Riz seven, Moon six, Jeff five. Okay. Alright, so I'm it's I'm up one? You are up one. Okay. Here we go. I can pay you in installments or sexually. <laughs> Or sexually. <laughs> I'm going to say yes. I'm going to say he gets this. I'm going to say he gets this. Come on, John. <sighs> Go ahead. No, yeah, I mean, seriously. No, you're waiting on me. Ha hats first. No, you're waiting on me. Yes, I am. You're Write it down. Okay. Or sexually. I'm saying yes. You're saying yes. Hold on. Okay. I wrote the whole word out, not just a Y or an N. What do you say? I say no. He I said no. yes. All right. Because I'm hoping to gain I say a point. yes. I say yes. Are sexual. Oh. <laughs> you edited that. Come on. Yeah. You cut it off. I did Woo! not. <laughs> I did not edit a thing here. Oh, my goodness. All right. This now, the last, this last one. Okay. Bull so hockey. here's the Jeff deal. Jeff is eliminated. Jeff is eliminated, unfortunately. Riz has seven. Moon Thanks has seven. Thanks for saying, unfortunately. You have, yeah, to, baby. You you have to write it down. down. You're welcome. Yeah, I, I have your pen it. since you don't need it? Ooh. You don't have a pen. No, you can't. Does a doctor. There's a pen right here, and he doesn't need it. Does a doctor show up to the operating room without his pen? Thank you, Jeff. <laughs> All right. All right, here we go, buddy. All right, so I'm playing for uh, I'm playing for Jeff. Moon Thank is you, playing buddy. for Bill. <laughs> here we go. I can pay you in installments. You must be able to do this regularly. Oh. Was that the same one? Uh -oh. oh, I'm going to be so bummed if I screwed this up. <laughs> oh, no. oh, I won't. So damn bum. I won't. Oh, no. this is I'm going to be so sad because I think it is. Oh, no. Oh, no. Hang on. I can pay you oh, in. Oh, damn no. it. I can pay you in. No. Messed it up. Maybe the ending well, is right. I'll tell you this. So, here, let's guess. We just won't have the audio, and I know the answer. Too goes screwing everything up. I know. I know the answer. <laughs> I know the answer. So, this will be the tiebreaker. I know the answer. Unfortunately, the payoff won't be good. But oh. can he say you must be able to do this regularly? Must be able to do this. Because I know exactly the way he said it. I have my ah, answer. That's a bummer you got the last one you messed I up. I know, I'm sorry. I have my answer with an exclamation point, mind you. Say it again. You must be able to do this regularly. I'm going to say... Yes. <laughs> no. Saying no. Saying He's no. saying no. Moon, you say... I have faith in John. This is a win-win for me Ooh. here. Yes. Okay. So well, if, I, if he gets this right? If he gets this right, he wins. So if, if my dad cannot do it, Riz, you win. If my dad can do it, you win. I win regardless, the though, word, because John the likes word me here, more right now. The word here is regularly, and that is the word that he did not pronounce correctly, because Riz wins because he said relegogieri. Uh. <laughs> so... Ah, Riz fun. ends up winning by one. I'm telling you, this is a win-win uh, right. for me because then he ends the year feeling Jeff. like he won all the games. <laughs> we won. Nice. All right, hang on. Oh, my gosh. 
and John Petrico likes me more than he does. I'll, I'll have to I'll have to pull it. I don't know what happened there, but I will tell you this: there I'll are tell you what happened. there are probably. I'll tell you what. I mean, <laughs> throughout the, well, my dad has done this for now what five years. Mm-hmm. We could probably put out forty-eight albums of him just mispronouncing one or two words. <laughs> And any word that has an O-L-D in it, the D does not exist. Ode? It's no, the, ode. The, yeah, the, you mean the L doesn't exist. Right, it's ode. 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 I told you. All right, well, uh, <laughs> Bill won and, I'm sorry, uh, Bill lost. Uh, Jeff won and uh, I won, so good on us. The Rizzuto Show. Rewind. She's going to be in town. I said, Mom, in town for Point Fest. I guess you're going to the show. My parents are going to miss another one. Your parents are not so with dark. us anymore. <laughs> Jeff, but in all reality, your parents have been at everyone. Oh, that's true. <laughs> R.I.P. Lee and Pat. Wow. Jeff? What? Not a lot of letters in your name, huh? In your family? No, Lee and Pat. Jeff. Jeff. Actually, it's Leon and Patricia. But, and oh, all, okay. did you know that all five of us have the same middle name? Huh. Ger- Gerard. My, wait a no. minute. How many Gerard. are there? There's four of us. Gerard. <laughs> no. Gerald? No. It's it's, he, it, it was said earlier. Gerard. It's Herculaneum. <laughs> That's a, interesting. Jeff Herculaneum Burton. I like that. Can I change it to that? Herculaneum? Do whatever you want. <laughs> Just call me Herky. Hey, uh, guys, uh, no Hill Dog for president in 2020. In a new interview, Hillary Clinton says there will be no rematch with President Trump in 2020. And here is Hillary Clinton in her own words. I'm not running, but I'm going to keep uh, working and speaking and standing up for what I believe. She said uh, that she has talked to a couple Democratic candidates in the 2020 field and plans to take an active role in the election. Also not running in 2020, former New York City mayor, Michael Bloomberg. He said that he thinks he would beat the president in a general election, but says he'd have a tough time winning the Democratic nomination with, I think, uh, 7,000 people are... Are vying for the Democratic nomination. So. Hill Dog didn't stand a chance because it's going to be The Rock 2020. Ooh. Has he thrown his hat in the ring? <laughs> oh. Hey. Uh, it's Ash Wednesday, which marks the start of Lent, but apparently fewer and fewer people go to actual churches these days because ain't nobody got time for that. A, a newspaper in New Jersey ran a story on how ashes to go. More popular than ever. I know they're doing them here. I think they're doing them in De Pere. Really? At a De Pere Park, if I'm not mistaken. But uh, Ash to Go, it's where priests kind of draw crosses on people's foreheads outside train stations, coffee shops. So they, they could just knock it out on their way to work and not be uh, not think, be late. If you I think Apple, Apple, Applebee's curbside service is doing it, uh-huh. too. And you get some ribs and then you go... <laughs> This isn't a new idea, by the way. In fact, it started here in St. Louis. A church here started the Ash to Go thing over a decade ago to reach out to people. And then other other churches started following suit. It's just more popular now because we're so busy. Mm-hmm. But that, that started here in St. Louis. Did it really? Uh-huh. Ashes to Go. That's right. That's neat. Now you know. Put that in your pocket. I did. I'm putting it in right now. I'll borrow that. A recent study in the journal Drug and Alcohol Review found that people who don't have kids tend to drink more than people who do have kids. Shocking, I know. Parents are 25% less likely to be heavy drinkers than people without kids because people who don't have kids have more time and less responsibility. The divide was bigger for women, though. 
dads drink almost uh, as much as guys who don't have children. The study also found that when people with kids do drink, they're much more likely to drink where? At home. At home. <laughs> I, had a, I had a nice little glass of uh, whiskey uh, Sunday night, making dinner. Yeah. It's like, hey, you know what? You don't drink with dinner every night when you're no, at home? No, I don't. I don't. I don't, I, I, I don't either. I then. rarely, I rarely drink at home. Like what I do, it's, a tr- it's like oh, I'm gonna, you know, treat. I drink a heck of a lot more at home, more often at home than probably than I go out. I'm to not be honest that with you. big of a drink. When I go out to dinner, have a drink. See, my deal is, and I've talked about this before with the the gin martini that I drink. You're either a douche and explain it, you know, ingredient to ingredient, exactly how to do it, or you you take the chance. So I just I'll have a whiskey when I'm out, but a martini at home kind of thing. I never drink at home. Even when you were drinking, never like you know have a beer or whatever. Nope. Well, because you would drink to you you. I told you I would never casually drink. Is if I drank, it was to get drunk. Moon, do you drink? I, I can imagine you when you were drinking beer, having a beer almost every night. Oh <clears throat> uh, yeah, not almost every night, but yeah, yeah, a- at home, and I and I rarely go out. So that's funny you bring that up because last night when I made dinner, I had <laughs> I had milk with it, and I and two uh, out loud I went, hey, I'm not having a drink today, and I had one about an hour later, but. With dinner, I didn't have a drink, and it popped into my head because I have one every night. You have night. a drink every night? Oh, yeah, at least Every one. night? Yeah. And you guys called me the alcoholic. <laughs> I have one, not 37. Yeah, but I only had night. 37 once every three months. But I never, I, I can't even remember the last time I was buzzed, though. That's the thing. I, just I don't do think I've ever seen Jeff drunk. In, in the years I've known you? I have. You have? Riz Show Live, he was drunk. You were? Or he was feeling it. Yeah, for sure. Yeah, I, yes, he was. Little, but you huh. were a little buzzed. You're right. Yes, he You're was. Right. You were a little mm. buzzed. There was at one point I was where pretty he looked hammered, at me. And, so I don't remember if I was wait, drunk. Or not. <laughs> there was at one point where he looked at I've me and said something, and I went, "Never." Oh, that. Did you guys see what I had to drink? What I was drinking that night? Yeah, you were drinking yeah, gin out of a, out of a water bottle. No, I don't want to say on the air, so I'll write it down. Have Jeff, you, just, you that is not what you had to drink. I, you I'm can't even looking, drink I that. I know what you're doing. You can't even drink that. Oh, chal- I mean, challenge yes, accepted. Challenge accepted. I guess you can. Take his pen away. I was going to say, can you put? The, you can put it in a glass too. I guess you are correct. You can have it on the rocks. You could stir with it. But you know, you know when, because so when he was doing. When he was eat, when he ate the tarantula at Riz Show Live, he grabbed the water bottle and he started chugging it, and it was gin. And it was gin. And yeah. that's when I think it, it oh, wasn't yeah. intentionally to get drunk, <laughs> but I think you were feeling pretty good after that. Have you have you seen us? Uh, uh, well, you've seen Tony drunk. Yeah. Have you ever seen me? Helen Keller saw like, him drunk, drunk. I think I have. Yeah. Well, can you place a time? I don't remember. We've all seen Riz drunk. Yeah. Uh-huh. Mm. <laughs> uh huh. Speaking of Riz, no, show you haven't. Live. That oh, one in there. Yes, uh, King Scott was hammered King at Scott. Show Live. I mean, he, he asked me the he next was, day, hey, how'd it go? Oh, yeah, I wasn't was, there. <laughs> he was in another dimension. Remember, he he made out with, quote, unquote, somebody that night. <laughs> For real? Yeah. I don't remember that. Yeah, remember somebody emailed in and said like, their friend that didn't even listen to the show. I, I think they were drunk, too, when they wrote that. <laughs> kids who, you know, people who don't have kids are more likely to go to a bar. And people with kids more likely to drink at home. Now, yesterday we talked about Paps Little Ribbon coming out with a whiskey. Remember that? Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. Age for five seconds. I was just going to say, age for five seconds. In order to get it on, you know, on shelves, it's got to be aged to be whiskey for a certain amount of time. Paps Little Ribbon aged for five seconds. (laughs) Remember, here was the commercial. 
Pabst Blue Ribbon Whiskey. Distilled, then aged. One, two, three, four, five. Get it on the truck. Pabst Blue Ribbon Whiskey. Taste why aging makes a difference. <laughs> so great. Part of me doesn't think that's real. Yeah, same, same here. The commercial? Yeah. <laughs> that's not real. Oh. Uh, okay, so here's a good question. Are beer snobs worse than bourbon snobs? Because there are beer snobs and there are bourbon snobs. I've met both of them. I think I've met both What's of them, worse? too. What's worse? And that question was tackled by one of the columnists uh, on Deadspin. Hmm. Who's worse, beer snobs or bourbon snobs? To me, beer snobs are because I don't drink beer. <laughs> okay. That makes sense. I'm uninterested okay. in what you're saying about the beer. I don't care. So if somebody starts talking to me about bourbon, then I'll listen. You know, but I'm pretty much just a Jameson or Stumpies or something like that. So, uh, yeah, I would like to learn about it a little bit. The reasoning here this guy gives is is pretty spot on. I, I agree with it. But, go ahead. What do you think? I'm going to say that beer snobs are worse. And here's my reason. And, again, uh, this is just my personal observation. If it's a beer snob, I give somebody a beer and they drink it and they go, ah, and then they go into their reasoning on why they don't like it and why this other beer is better and this other beer is better. When it's a bourbon snob, you give them a bourbon, they're like, hmm, not a big fan, but they'll still drink it, but they have their personal favorites. Okay. What do you think? Um, I'm trying to think, and I would, if I had to put. What's worse, a one, beer snob or a bourbon snob? I bet you a beer snob is probably considered worse because there are home brewers and you can brew something that it maybe isn't good, but it's okay, it's drinkable, and I think it's maybe more difficult to get a drinkable bourbon. And are there more amateur beer snobs than there are whiskey or the bourbon? Let's just snobs. talk about the annoying factor. Okay. The, so annoying, is that, is that, the annoying factor. Yeah, because they always have to, with beer, again, mm -hmm. I'm not a beer drinker, so it irritates me more, but just to, to break every damn beer down. Here is, just and that's hoppy as this. And, I mean. and that's almost what this guy's getting to here. The beer snob is worse. Here's the reasoning. Nice bourbon tends to be pricier than nice beer. And it tends to be consumed by older people. People more inclined to snobbery. So you kind of know what you're getting there. This person expects whiskey people to be snooty about their liquor, whereas beer beer snobs can suddenly just materialize. Mm. <laughs> <laughs> there's, no, there's no like a requirement. They there's just no materialize. You know, you don't have to I'm just trying to get drunk here. I don't right. even know about you know German beer purity laws. I don't care about that. I'm just here trying to get drunk, and all of a sudden I'm at the, I'm at the brew pub, and uh, and and beer snob guy shows up. Right. I'll call that an IPA. That's not an IPA. Okay. Get the hell out of here. <laughs> Get out of here! <laughs> yeah, that's funny. <laughs> uh, you tell me if this is an overreaction. A 27-year-old uh, guy in Orlando has been, uh, I guess, been trying to get his Nissan Altima out of an impound, uh, impound lot for, for about a month after he got towed. So, again, guy tries to get his Nissan Altima out of the impound yard. It's been a month okay. since it was towed. It's a good car. He finally goes back to get the car on Saturday, and the owner of the lot was out grabbing food and had his keys. So he had to wait a little longer. Uh, why? I don't know. Maybe it was the keys <laughs> to the office. I guess so. All I know is the guy couldn't okay. get his keys. Gotcha. So the guy had to wait a little longer. But apparently he was so fed up at this point, because instead of waiting, he started throwing Molotov cocktails at his own car. Sure. 
All right. He threw at least three of them over a fence and set the trunk of his car on fire. Because that'll show him. <laughs> and while he was doing it, the owner of the lot showed up with the keys. Oops. I just don't, like, what is the end game there? The lot's owner's got the lot's the lot owner's name is Darnell, and he says he's not sure what what this guy was thinking, because he'd already paid almost three hundred bucks to get his car out. Oh, so he already paid for it yeah. too. So technically, it was his car. He they were just waiting on the keys. He could have left with that, like <laughs> with his not burned out car, if he had just been a little patient. What idiot! So now this guy's facing charges for arson and building a firebomb. So, Dummy. overreaction? Yeah. Well, you betcha. Yeah. You could see him just tossing them right over the fence. He stuck his arm over him. I went somewhere to go bring him his key back, and then I got a call. His car was on fire. We got a paint shop in the back, so it's a lot of flammable materials that he could have harmed a lot of people over here. Idiot. Tommy. Idiot. And finally, and I love this story. Love it, love it, love it. Has anybody here actually read the fine print on something like, uh, you know, iTunes. Like Hell the user agreement. No. Yeah. Hell no. I click accept every time. I have. Get out of here. No, you haven't. Yes, I have. I have at times. Because some of it, I mean, especially with it in the news about how, you know, you can get really screwed on those like, things. Like, the, the, like, you know, for an app or. You know, sometimes those, man, those, no. are, those apps are freaky and they're taking a lot of information. But and, like, and, but even for iTunes, I, I'm telling you, it's like 50 pages yeah. long. Oh, I know, I know. And have it's, you. It's like a it's like a three font. I'm talking about maybe five percent of the time. Have you went to download or use an app and then read those uh, those thing the fine print and then decided not to use the app? Um, I'm trying to think. I, it's possible. It's possible. I mean, I try to keep it as as minimal as as I can. I'm well, just wondering what in the fine print would make you go, "Oh, I'm not using that." Well, I mean, you got to remember, I mean? like, I've been dealing with record contracts for for a number of years, and they're they're wordy and they're they're tricky, and sometimes. Oh, well, that's why for something like that, you life. have a lawyer look it over. Yeah, yeah but even even I'm not going to have a lawyer look over something I'm not going to look over as well. I'm a very trustworthy guy in the risk camp. <laughs> been been burned. Man. Legalese, Lynn. You got to the legalese. I get confused by it. anyway. <laughs> A uh, travel insurance company in Florida called Square Month recently decided to test the theory of nobody actually reading the fine print in the kind of user agreements. And they had a secret $10,000 contest. And the only place they mentioned the contest was in the fine print of one of their travel insurance forms. So they buried the instructions way down in the middle of page seven. Oh, man. And didn't tell anybody about it. And the instruction said the first person who mentioned the contest would get the $10,000 prize. That's, That's awesome. it. All you did was mention it. Hmm. You didn't have to really do anything. You didn't have to, you know, it wasn't a scavenger hunt. You didn't have to stand on your head. It wasn't a lottery. It just mentioned the $10,000 and it's yours. And if nobody noticed it within a year, they were planning to give the money to charity. Guess what happened? They gave it to charity. Turns out there are people who read those things. Oh, wow. A 59-year-old woman who teaches at a high school about 60 miles south of Atlanta, she always reads every user agreement and contract she signs religiously. Yep, that's, that's my dad. And she spotted it on day one. <laughs> day one of the day contest? One. Day one of the contest. She says she thinks that reading contracts is really important and even hides secret questions in her students' tests. So if they pay attention and read carefully, they could get extra credit. Well, wow, this sounds exactly like my dad. She bought an insurance policy from the company, read the whole contract, 
and got in touch with them about 23 hours after they launched the contest. So they gave her a check for $10,000 last week, plus an extra ten grand to help out her school district, wow. which is very Damn. nice. That's, Damn. 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 that's awesome. That's a cool company. Mm-hmm. That's, a, that's a cool company. The Rizzuto Show. Rewind. Do your kids have uh, electronics in the room? Of course. At night? Yep. iPads, phones, all that stuff, TV. Did your kid have a TV in the room? Mm-hmm. Yeah. My youngers have none. And my teens have their phone until I just kind of go at my discretion, depending on school night or weekend night. And then I say, plug in your phones. I make them plug in their phones in my room. Yeah, we try not to have any electronics in the kids' room. Even your older? Yeah. Really? Dude, otherwise they'll just sit there all night and just stare at it like it's a TV. And that's not okay. First of all, it's not good for their sleep. They're, they're, they, these kids stay up too late and get up too early anyway. And the last thing I want is the last half hour of them being awake, staring at, you know, yeah. friends reruns or whatever. Yeah. So I just say, hey, you guys, you guys can stay up. Just figure something else out to do. That's yeah. all. Yeah. For us, it's, you know, try not to have an iPad or any of that stuff in the room. On yeah. the weekends, it's different. Because if the kids get up first and, hey, jump on your iPad and do whatever you want. Yeah. Go ahead. Surf away, kids. <laughs> Yeah, our, the the TV originally was in the room, and it started out as like a nightlight, and we did the Spotify uh-huh. on there. So basically, it was just music, and then it's progressed, and now there's you know some Mickey Mouse DVD that we set the timer for 15 minutes, so it puts her to sleep. And then, right. Well, if you want to get your kids to have a good night's sleep, then keep the electronic devices like cell phones and tablets out of his or her room. And uh, while it's, it's well known that light from electronic devices can screw up somebody's sleep, a new study shows that even when these devices are shut off. Their mere presence in a kid's bedroom can cause restlessness. So it's like almost giving them anxiety. The study leader says with the ever-growing popularity of portable media devices and their use in schools as a replacement for textbooks, the problem of poor sleep amongst children is likely to get worse. Yeah, I think I'm, I'm agreeing with what Patrico's saying. It's like, you know, you may not be looking at it, be like, it's sitting right there, it's sitting right there, mm-hmm. it's right over there. Yeah, it's like a drug. Uh-huh. Speaking of electronics, there's a 26-year-old guy named Jarvis Johnson. He's from Avondale, Arizona. Already camping out in front of Best Buy for Black Friday. You're an idiot. Already there. For what? What's the point? Are they doing something like the first person there gets a free TV? And still, no, is that worth even, it? I don't even know. Yeah, even if they are, that's not worth it. Spend that time doing a part-time job at the bare minimum, and you'll still make enough to get that free TV. He got there last Thursday night with his tent and his camping gear exactly 336 hours before the doors open for Black Friday. Now, this is kind of his thing, though. Uh, yeah, it's uh, now it's cutesy. Oh, this wait. Is, is this one of the guys that, that gets sponsored or whatever? Yes. This is his 10th year of camping out for Black Friday, and last year he got some media attention. Yeah, here he is, uh, Jarvis Johnson. It's like an uphill battle, you know, it's like me climbing a mountain. It's, it's trying to stay from going insane out here. Superpond is one of my sponsors. I say, hey, this is what I need. If you guys want to get behind me, you guys get behind me. If you don't, I, I can just keep on going, you know. I'm sorry, I'm, I'm, I'm so sorry, but you know, I get choked up because- Choked because up. You realize, you, you realize how, how special somebody is. How my wife, she takes on the two kids. You know, she come by here every day. Started on Thursday the 10th. Best Buy will open. Black Friday will commence. And I am done. Two long weeks I have to wait. Extra money in my pocket feel great. So two weeks, I guess he's sponsored. So he's got some 
extra money. So he he can drop some rhymes too, man. So this guy legit goes, "Hey, wifey, here's the two kids. You take care of everything. I'm going to camp in front of Best Buy." Uh-huh. It's the smartest guy on the planet. Yeah, great point. It's just ridiculous to devote two friggin' weeks of your life to this garbage. Can you can you imagine showing up if you're like the assistant manager at Best Buy? You go to open up the store on Thursday and you go to put the key in the door and you go, God damn it, Jarvis is Jarvis here. Jarvis here. Hey Jarvis. Uh, it's time. Hey Jarvis. Good to hey, see you. Any, any trouble? Hey, any trouble around the store last night? No. Every, every morning you walk in, he goes, Hey guys. You go, God, Jarvis. Hey, Jarvis. Were you going to the bathroom, Jarvis? Are you going inside? You better be buying something. I don't know, but they got a washer he, and dryer in there. He's got clean clothes. You know what? He, they do sell like candy bars and Gatorades. That dude better be buying something if well, he's going to use the potty. Well, I said the wife and kids come by once a day, and they I guess I don't know what they deliver stuff. or Where does he shower? Probably doesn't. He, he hasn't said what he's planning on buying once he's actually inside. But that's Jarvis. Uh-huh. All right, some food news real quick. Food news. Feelings on Nutella. I love it. Do you? Uh, oh, I loved it until I found out uh, the uh, until I look at the the nutritional facts and realized. Well, of course, it's not good for you. Hey, it's a hazelnut spread. I'm not hazelnut a big chocolate fan. Well, I mean, I I just sort of equated it to like a peanut butter, but now nah, it's about triple the peanut butter. Numbers. McDonald's in Italy just created a brand new Nutella burger. Basically, it's a hamburger like a hamburger bun with a what you would call a patty made entirely out of Nutella. Wow. There's no meat, just a massive amount of chocolate spread. That uh, honestly, my stomach just turned. You don't like Nutella? I thought you would love that. I mean, it's, it's, it's like, chocolate, it's man. Chocolate. Yeah, but it's not, but but it's but it's not rich. It's like subtle. Like, it's I've, just listen, so good. I've had Nutella. I'm not opposed to Nutella, but now <laughs> I'm just thinking of a thick burger-like Nutella yeah. substance. I'm out. I'm not just a thick to slab of Nutella with bread. Nutella. I do not oppose Nutella. <laughs> well, I guess listen. I guess McDonald's hates money because they're probably not going to bring that thing over here to the states. <laughs> Just like remember we had last week we talked about the Taco Bell's got the Kit Kat taco. Oh yeah. Oh, that's I was trying to think. Right. The Kit Kat taco, which yeah. is only being sold in England. I guess Taco Bell hates money too cuz they're not doing it here. Hey Taco Bell, you like money? Nope. Okay. Well, speaking of McDonald's, yeah. I, I if you need a sign that McDonald's is getting desperate, desperate to figure out new ways to get people excited about their food again, this is it. They're actually messing with the Big Mac. What? And they never mess with the Big Mac. McDonald's announced they're about to start selling two new versions of the Big Mac. There's the Mac Junior, I'm sorry, the Mac Junior, which is just a single patty, no no extra bun in the middle. Isn't that just a regular hamburger at that point? No, no because it's going to be the sesame seed bun mm. on top. It's got the shred lead. It's got <laughs> a special sauce. Chi. There is chi there too. So the Mac Junior, and then there's going to be the Grand Mac. With two bigger patties and an extra slice of cheese. That's rod roll. Both of them. Are you kidding? Huh? I was waiting for you to say that, you <laughs> jerk. You would too. I love a Big Mac. I haven't had one in a long time, but can, if I go to McDonald's. Can yeah. you imagine a Big Mac with, let's say, just say a, a thicker burg? You're in, man. <laughs> well, you know, I could do without the, uh, the extra bread in the middle too. I always You're take going Junior out. Mac then. I take No, I go regular and then I just take it out. Then you Why? would go Junior, you can go Mac, junior Mac here. They take it out for you. Is there still? It's already removed. There's still two patties. Is that the only difference? Uh, junior Mac. Oh, single patty. Yeah, single patty. Mm-hmm. So, so both of these things are going on sale nationwide early next year, and they're going to be available only for a limited time. 
All right. All right. Got that? Have you ever? Uh, I know you're not a grill. You said you told me over the weekend. Was this Friday? You told me you did not grill once this summer. I by did the not. way. I know not you're once. not a griller, but still, not one single time. You're telling me to get out? I'm pointing to the door. I didn't I grill don't once know you this anymore. Summer. Wow, that's crazy. Patrico, have you you've grilled burgers, right? A hundred times. Moon, you've you've grilled burgers, right? Yep. Have you ever grilled burgers and then made yourself your own double hamburger? No, like because a, the burgers are ridiculously huge. Yeah. But still, I mean you never have because I, I had some left over before and I was super hungry and I did two patties and it is making your own double burger at home is life changing. I can't imagine so it because I make a good. I make a I don't a, like to grill. I make a shorter, thicker burger. That's so Burr. weird to you. I don't like to I don't like to grill. Okay? There I said it. You, I'm not saying that. You I'm like just to eat shocked. From the grill, you just like somebody else to do it. That's yes. exactly that was the first the, thing the I asked when you said that. No, but see, I like to see I like the experience. Same I like here. to I like to cook, but I like to cook inside. Like cook, <laughs> cook inside my house. Man, he's from he's from New York though. I, I do agree with that. I do agree with that. Like I've grown up with the smell of barbecue or the smell of grill. No, I, like, the best, I love I it? love good barbecue. We but we have more of an we have more of a uh, accommodating uh, you know I mean, season system. Down season here, system I think, and 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 space. I mean honestly. Yeah, that's true. I have a grill. Yeah, but I'm saying everybody up in New York, especially when you're in Manhattan, you, who's grilling? No, they were. I mean, you'd put a grill out on the on the uh, the roof, the fire escape. Oh yeah, I'm just saying it's, it's so much more. Trouble. I had a Foreman grill. <laughs> I still have one of those. Those are fantastic. Call me what you want. That's your news. The Rizzuto Show. Headline who? Brought to you by the law offices of Susan O'Ward. Call 783-9400 or stlfamilylaw.com for all your family law needs. Uh, we got a Port St. Lucie, Florida, where a police officer was driving past Wendy's when he saw a woman pooping in front. <laughs> all right. So he pulls over. He probably goes, ah, not today. I don't want to do this today. He <laughs> pulls over and, and goes, Miss, why? And that woman was 58-year-old Robin McKenzie. And she told him her plan was to use the bathroom inside the Wendy's, but when it was closed, apparently the sidewalk was the only option. So the cop, I mean, like, oh, I don't want to paperwork. And kind of, I, listen, you're free to go. He let her go, no citation. But he did run her plates as she was pulling away, and that's when he found out she was driving a stolen pickup truck. Okay. So he, click, he quickly pulled her over and arrested her for felony grand theft. And on the way to jail, uh, she pooped in the back of his patrol All car. All right, Go. great. Hey. In case you didn't remember me, here's this. I asked earlier, and I ask again, what did this woman eat, and what was going on in her stomach? Doesn't matter. Everybody poops. <laughs> little irritable there you go bowel. from Port St. Lucie, Florida. Robin McKenzie, you are today's headline hooch. The Rizzuto Show podcast, powered by Dobbs Tire and Auto Centers. Your best choice for quality tires and expert auto service. Dobbs. With one of the best savings rates in America, banking with Capital One is the easiest decision in the history of decisions. Even easier than choosing Slash to be in your band. Next up for lead guitar. You're in. Cool. <laughs> yep, even easier than that. And with no fees or minimums on checking and savings accounts, is it even a decision? That's banking reimagined. What's in your wallet? Terms apply. See CapitalOne.com slash bank for details. Capital One and a member FDIC.